0: Was it 39 minutes we spent just on the stream talking? People on YouTube, you want to be a part of that? You got to be in the stream. (laughs) Ha ha. Moving on. Um, just to start off with a general description of what the reluctant hero is. It's actually basically just what it sounds like. You could get the definition by just taking the two words and knowing what they mean. It is a hero who is put into the story that in the beginning does not really want to be there. And there's a lot, a lot of ways to do it. The most general definition you could go with is kind of the character that's thrown into a fantastical world and told, hey, you have to do a thing. And they're like, no, I want to go home. And it's like, too bad, do the thing, save the world. Save
1: the cheerleader. save the world, save the world.
0: (laughs) Um, And there's basically a lot of heroes fall into this category. It's not all encompassing, but it's very encompassing. Just due to the fact that most people will be like, ah, I can do very easy character development by just having them be like, no, I don't want to do this. And then having them do it. Anyways, Maurice,
2: anything to add? Um, yeah the rock the hero is not one of my favorite thomas could you do types me of a characters? favor and just
0: while you're eating mute i keep hearing like weird minecraft munching
2: noises but uh, yeah the rock the hero is not one of my um uh, favorite they are depending on like how long they stay reluctant they can be just the worst oh uh... I know,
1: I think I know a specific example that might be coming to
0: mind. Before we get into the negatives, let's focus on some of the positives. Now, when I say that a lot of heroes fall into the reluctant... Ross sorry, did you have anything to add to the basic definition? Uh, no. All right. No. To get into some examples, just to kind of exposit what we mean by a lot of heroes fall into the category. Uh, some examples of reluctant heroes are... Uh, Han Solo, John McClane most of the superhero genre uh, Ellen Ripley Frodo Baggins and many 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 more if you go to the Wikipedia page and you look up the reluctant hero archetype uh, honestly you might be more surprised that they're not in there than they are in there if you're just looking for a specific hero half of anime is reluctant heroes (laughs) any other notable example you guys would like to add?
2: no there's a lot
0: yeah indiana jones nathan drake
2: nathan drake is not a reluctant hero he's a
0: he goes out there to find the shit he's out there to be an explorer not to be a hero he does not want to help people i mean he doesn't help people i mean he's the same reluctant hero that han solo is (laughs) also luke skywalker is a reluctant hero just to throw that
2: one on yeah, but like Nathan Drake, who has he helped besides, you know, saving his own friend's life? Obi-Wan's has he a reluctant he hero help, in his he own show. hey old...
1: from Darker and Black.
0: Uh sorry, what was your question, Maurice? I just <laughs> the joke about Obi-Wan Kenobi being a
2: reluctant hero in his own show made me laugh. It's it, like counting him as a reluctant hero just doesn't work because he's not saving anything. He was going to go steal this thing first, and these people are beating him too. It's like Lord Croft. Neither of them are heroes, they're tomb raiders the robbers. But he becomes a hero in the end because of the fact that instead of taking the
0: thing that's worth a lot of money but is also cursed, he destroys the thing that is cursed in order to make sure that the
2: curse does not spread. That's not him being a hero. That's him fucking up. Because he destroys everything. But he destroys this one on purpose. Sure. Just like how he destroyed the tomb, the bridge, and everything else he touches. He's Nathan Drake. (laughs) Listen, I, I agree with you, but also that is a this one is on purpose though
1: so what you're telling me is nathan drake is actively a terrorist
2: he's a trash monster that's what he is yeah a little bit i ain't saying i hate him but he's a trash monster i ain't saying i hate him but i don't like him either the man can't even be on an airplane without the whole thing crashing in the sahara desert i mean, that's facts big facts. man woke up on a destroyed train i'm like first off how are you sleeping there second off why drake <laughs> I believe he was not
0: sleeping on the destroyed train. He was knocked unconscious in the train's destruction. No difference. That man napping. <laughs> no difference. Yes, every UFC fighter just got tired in the end by being punched in the face and they took a nap. Mm-hmm. Hey, sleep, no sleep time. time.
2: Like that. Man, Kamaru really shows a poor time for a nap when that left high kick came in. Yeah, look, he didn't want to go to sleep, but sometimes unconsciousness just takes the man. You know what's always infuriating? Just to touch
0: on this before we get into the merits, I hate it when video game characters are the reluctant hero. Because <laughs> then I'm sitting there with control, like, no, let's, let's do the thing. <laughs> Don't make me say no. I want to help. Do the thing. Save the world. Read. Um, to get into the merits of it, I'm just gonna be frank. The Reluctant Hero, I mentioned it earlier, it's a very, very easy archetype to use if you want to show character growth and you're not really sure how to do it. Like, if you don't have something that's more advanced plan, just ha- having a character who goes from, I don't want to do this, there's so much pressure, uh, and then having them develop into someone who is like, no, I can do this, I can be the hero, this is what I need to do, it's what I want to do to help everybody, is a type of character growth that people generally will latch onto. It's why lazy TV and movie producers will take characters that already were heroes and they'll revert them back to that state because they don't know how else to do character growth. A la, I mentioned earlier, fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Make him so reluctant he let someone die in the first episode. That's cool. Um, and chalk that up to what you want to. I call it lazy. Fucking Luke Skywalker <laughs> goes from being a reluctant hero to being the actual hero to saving the day, technically redeeming his dad to once again being the reluctant hero because uh he had a bad dream about his nephew.
1: And tried to murder him. And then tried to murder him. Um the person who tried to save his dad from the dark side tried to murder his nephew for being
0: we're 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 not here to talk about that i just have to throw my digs in there my apologies i've gotten us off on that tangent but i'll immediately pull us out of it (laughs) um but if you are new to writing or if you're just not 100 percent certain this is a good way to do it and also if you have an idea for a side character that you're just not 100% sure what you want to do with them, you kind of just want to have that archetype there. Having them be that reluctant hero but is essentially being dragged along by the protagonist is, again, an easy way to do it while also allowing that character have character development without drawing too much attention or having to take too much time away from your main character if you have a lot that you want to do in a short amount of time. If you can, though, I would recommend coming up with something better and actually taking the time to flush out your side characters. That's just me, though. Some people like a very small main cast. Now, the other thing that that is good for is when you have that stranger in a strange land kind of story where... I'll use a very easy example. Alice from Alice in Wonderland. If Alice just fell into wonderland and just calmly walked around and was like ah, a door and then opened the door and was just like ah, that's weird but then it was just act like everything was normal that would be really fucking weird and draw you out of the story just like why is this character not reacting to the things around them so when someone is thrown into a very strange either in sci-fi out of this world or fantasy if it is like an isekai when the character is just very immediately like oh shit this is what we're doing great i'm in especially when like death is a very real thing and before this they were a nine to five office person and they just watched someone bleed out if they have no reaction at all they kind of come across as inhuman just unemotional or like they're hiding something like I did not write my main character as a reluctant hero of the book I'm writing personally. However, I did initially, in my very first draft, write them. A couple of things happened, and there was a combat that happened. It's a sci-fi book, and there were aliens involved, and he was very calm about the matter. And the person who was beta-reading it for me went, Oh, so the main character knows about aliens before this point. I was like, Huh? What do you, what do you mean? And he talked out, I was like, very calm, not flinching at all. There was a lot of just things happening. I'm like, oh, yeah, that does, that does make sense. And he described it as kind of being almost uh, Superman-esque, which he thought was the goal. But I was like, nope. And so I had to adjust it around. Some people find the hero just going in and being like, Yep, ready to go. Let's fucking do it. They find it weird, because they themselves are like, if I was in that situation, I would be fucking panicking. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of just how some people feel about the matter. Like, they're just not ready to be they not either. in the normal world. Weird. Um, But yeah, so if you... I would say that's honestly your main target for character like if you have an every man who now has to or every woman every person you have an every person who is all of a sudden far beyond normal and they are now the extraordinary there has to be something to show that you can't just have them go from well looks like it's time to get coffee with Joe after work to time to fight god Without some kind of transition? Depending. Depending. It it doesn't have to be a lot, but there does have to be something.
2: Depending. All right, expand. It depends on the story you're writing. Like, you can definitely have a comedy where the person is like, um no more heroes dude literally gets a lightsaber and fucking he's he's in he is in just out the gate i'm ready to start hacking people in half funny shit game crazy as hell
1: are we going to
0: act like that character isn't like i agree there are situations where you don't need to do it what are we gonna act like the main character from No More Heroes isn't a fucking weirdo?
2: That's that's why I say it's depending. Yeah, because you know not every story is gonna have like you know your stakes need to be all serious or whatnot. Or the character can be like that. Sometimes you just have a fucking whacked out character who is one hundred percent down with the clown. Yeah. And sometimes it'd be like um. Another character who's, um, yeah, another character who's not really reluctant, but like immediately as soon as weird stuff starts happening, they get like hyper into it. Is um, I can't remember the name. It was from Isekai.
0: I. Don't know you have given no information other than I, I have.
2: I, I'm trying. Yeah, I gotta think of it. I mean, like a lot of isekai, uh a lot of Isekai protagonists gets right into it once it's like, you're here, all right, time to get fucking down and dirty. To be fair, with a lot of those,
0: it's because of the fact that it's just like you're now in the video game world, and it's just like, oh, I'm I'm good at this. I would also like to say though. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of the Reluctant Hero archetype, Ainzul uh, Ghosn shows a way that you can kind of utilize that sort of thing in a way that works really well in the fact that he is a constant actor in the story. He's not like, resistant to the point of, I'm not going to do anything. He is though internally very calculated in it, just being like, alright, I need to make sure I'm doing this correctly. And I need to figure out what the fuck is going on because I am panicking. Because he's not actually in reality a nine foot tall lich king.
2: Now. Yeah. But yeah, um. But yeah, that's the opening to the reluctant heroes. No.
0: Um. Another example of a one that is done in a way that works really well. Uh, The main character from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, he's barely a hero in any sense of the world. He's really just the only human involved. But when the story first gets started, he is straight up like his friend who turns out to be an alien. It's like, we have to leave now. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not doing that. He's like, no, we have to leave. No, they're going to destroy my house. It's like, everyone's destroying your house. And it's like, huh? and then he gets teleported off earth right before the construction crew shows up that plows through earth in order to set up the inter fucking planetary super highway. Thanks for all the fish.
2: Um, I have a reluctant hero who I think did it very well. Uh, Tanya, de, uh, de, um, Tanya, the evil. Which Tanya, the she
1: was going to come up in this conversation.
2: She is probably one of the most reluctant heroes ever. In anime, she <laughs> does not want to do this. She's adamantly against even wanting to be a soldier, but it's the quickest and easiest way for her to move up in the ranks and get a cushy desk job so she doesn't have to fight anymore.
1: It's, it's a little... weird calling her a hero. I'm gonna be honest. She is
2: the hero. She's the protagonist of her story.
1: Yeah. And we're following her.
2: <laughs> she's evil as fucking shit. It is in the title. But she's still our protagonist, and frankly, She's in a war. She's she's a hero of this nation. But what is it? Actively good for
1: committing war crimes.
2: have they stopped her. I mean, war, I mean, war crimes is only their war crimes. I don't know what their war crimes are. Kuvira. There's she even there gonna be a lot
1: of Kuvira energy right now.
2: I love Kuvira. What are you on about? <laughs> if anything, Kuvira should have won. I'm still on her side. When they look, when they had her, and everyone showed up. And was like, "Give us back, Kuvira. We're gonna beat your ass." And Kuvira was like, "Stand down, no, ma'am. We can't let you go down like that." Whatever fucking hero talk she gave you in this spirit world don't mean shit to me. You win it. <laughs> I'm fuck her up. I don't care if she's the Avatar. She been getting mixed all year. All three seasons.
3: I'll
2: take her. Um, but a second one is. I can't remember the name of the anime but there's this anime where this girl can see ghosts and she actively does not want to partake in any of this so she just pretends she does not see them and they just keep fucking with her bless you and it is like these are like the few reluctant heroes i do enjoy because they're like the shit that they have to deal with i can understand why you're reluctant you don't You don't want to be a part of this, but something is forcing you in it. And it's not like it's the end of the world. It's why I can't stand Shinji from Evangelion. This is actively the end of the world, Shinji. Get in the fucking mech. If I could get in the mech, I'd get in the fucking mech. This is the end of our world. And you are a hero? I'm dead. Fucking dead. It ain't not.
0: (laughs) Before we get too far into the bad, I feel like, Maurice, you've given several examples of goods, and I gave kind of one. Raz, do you have an example of one you like? Because I do have another one that I think is a very, very, very good example of how to do a reluctant hero well.
1: Yes. Uh, there is a character in the Korean drama called Hotel Del Luna. His name is Ko chang Sun and he is... Coltrane's uh, son. God damn it. Ko Chang Sung. Sung, uh, S-U-N-G, whatever. I'm very bad at pronunciation. He is wrapped up in this entire hotel chain because uh, his father stumbled into it when, like, 20 years before the start of the show. And because he had... uh, he, had, he was robbing a store, ran down some stairs, smacked his head off of the uh, the 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 railings, and then his head hit the ground. He, did he I,
2: bounce too.
1: He bounced. Uh, he uh, he didn't die, but he was like in that like coma state, in between life and death. And his spirit had left his body, but he still wasn't dead for some reason. And mm-hmm. he wandered to the hotel, and this hotel is for. Comforting people before they head to the afterlife. Don't touch me. So <laughs> he goes there accidentally. Well, yeah, he, he goes there and they find out, oh, you're still kind of wavering in the, the hotel lady who runs the place, who's the other protagonist of. She goes for wandering in here, just for wandering in here, I could kill you. Or oh. I can send you back. I could send you back. But you owe me something because while you were here, you wandered into a place you were not supposed to be, which is this, like, garden uh, that holds this thing called the Tree of the Moon, which connects her to the hotel. It's a big plot point later. but So, he said he was... What he did was when he w- wandered into the the, uh, the garden and he had plucked a branch from the tree. The tree was dead, but when he plucked the branch from the tree it grew flowers. This interested her, like, what the fuck is going on with you? And he said it was a gift for his son. When he said that, she was like, oh it's not you, it's your son. So, 20 years from now your son is mine. And that's how he ends up working at the hotel. So, every year on his birthday, she sends On flowers and it scares the shit out of him every fucking time because his dad tells him everything that happened with the ghost and the ghost lady and everything he's hoping it's not true but every year he gets those flowers he's like oh shit this might be true this might be true
2: wait Uh, wait so what you're telling me is i hit my head yep i went to pretty much purgatory yep i walked in a room yep lady looks at me Hey, you're not supposed to be here. I can kill you for this lady, I just got here and I'm confused. You should put a sign out front.:
1: <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Living people aren't supposed to be able to find the hotel. There's like some type of ghost That's not my fault something on it. That's not my <laughs> fault. That's your fault.
3: <laughs>
1: and uh, they do have contingencies for like when humans yeah, kill do, me.: But humans do uh, find the hotel. Uh, they they tell them that there's a huge price like the price for a hotel for like living people is like like $10,000 a night and if you still like oh I have the money to do this they send you into a room called like room 404 <laughs> and once you go into the room if you try to leave it like teleports you somewhere else and you'll never right. find the hotel again what
2: do Welcome I, to the where? Hotel, <laughs> am, I yeah. am I at nah.
1: least still in the city uh I think so because they do actually accommodate a living couple later for a favor I think they were in the same city but I'm not sure because sometimes the way they do it is is kinda crazy. It, I think Yo. one person got sent to fucking Mexico at one point.
2: I'm a I think that's damn they sent me to because Brazil. they didn't like
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because they didn't like that guy. Care. Um so what when he when the day finally comes that he has to, to work at the hotel, he walks onto a train because she sent them flowers that day. He walks up to a train to try to just get out of the city because he had forgotten, oh, this was the year. Because he had moved out of the, the country because he was trying to get away. He moved out, but he came back for, like, a friend temporarily, and he was about to leave again. She was waiting on the train for him. Like, the entire, like, first two or three episodes was him kicking and screaming to get away from this woman and this hotel, but when they met on the train she gave him another birthday gift because he didn't like the flowers which it was, was a dagger it, it was the ability to see ghosts so no matter what he did he could not escape because he could see dead people around him constantly and he, he for like the first two episodes he was like I'll just ignore it I'll just ignore it and then she paid off a really scary ghost Follow him around and fuck with him. Does this person not have anything better to do? Just gonna fuck with this guy. She's, she's been alive for thirteen hundred years. She likes trolling people. She's like a, a re, you know how they have recovering addicts. She's a recovering vengeful ghost. She
0: I don't think she's recovering. She's she actively out. an actor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she only. That's one of the things that I had. Well, to she relapsed she, she, she relapses. never got she relapses what do you mean constantly she relapses constantly no no if you go full on into a vengeful ghost uh they have these things in the show called Reapers that will actively just erase you they like we don't send you to the afterlife you don't get to be reborn you don't get to you know have bliss or whatever we just erase you your spirit is just gone you're so that's just kind of mean. so so she's trying not she's she, she hates herself. She hates herself. So she's like on this place between... Damn, bitch, so do, do I. I. Don't cross... make people see ghosts.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's in this place between do I cross the line one day and get myself erased so I don't have to suffer anymore or do I stick to this path of redemption that the God sent me on until it's over so I can finally move on and have this hatred in my heart gone. So she's constantly stuck in between these places. No, the gods didn't tell her a timeline. They just said, uh, in order to atone for all of the people you killed, you have to be the caretaker of the dead.
2: How many did she kill?
1: She killed a lot of people, but all of them had it coming. Like there there was a royal family. She was friends with somebody in a royal family, got betrayed. They fucked her over, killed all of her friends in front of them. She told them when they did this, I'm going to kill all of you. She waited until their wedding day, killed every single person, and burned the village down. Burned the village. And then she was like, okay, somebody told me about this place called the Guest House of the Moon. I'm going to go find it, and anybody who gets in my way is getting killed. So she kept looking for it. People kept fucking with her. She kept killing them. I don't know how high her body count is, but it was high enough for God's to be like, "We understand why you killed the first group people. That that was a fucked up situation. But everybody else after that, we can't condone. So you're gonna be punished for a while. But you do have a chance <laughs> to move into the timeout life. corner. We're sending <laughs> they, they, you to the shadow realm.
0: They literally put, uh, we put you. Uh,
4: we'll put you in the uh, in the theoretical penalty box. I yeah, feel they, like she must uh, have at least
0: killed seven people.
4: She, she killed way more than seven people. Seven no, people. No was... Seven
0: people is a lot. You
1: ever try to kill <laughs> she, seven people at once? It's not easy. She killed she killed a lot of, a lot of people. Her body oh. bag is like over or it is almost triple digits. But like, they literally put her in timeout because she never died. What? She's lived for thirteen hundred years. She is stuck between life and death because of what she did.
2: Wait wait. When was she uh, killing yes. these people? Where the guy... She lived for thirteen
1: hundred years. This you have
4: committed the murder of taking life. She she lived for one and two. You do no not respect shit, because it's thirteen
2: hundred years. You, 1300. you able-bodied
4: person do not respect life. So as punishment, you shall be an able-bodied person for no, 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 over no. a thousand years.
0: Here's what you guys don't understand. She got that kill streak. Normally in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, it's a nuke. For her it was immortality <laughs> had to get 300 <laughs> kills no death. <doubt>. damn uh, <laughs> uh, i immortality.
4: wish don't let sung wukong know about that like, like yeah he already did it three times what do you mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the show is like live action hell girl and i can't express enough how much i enjoyed it
2: are we all just okay that this she killed like so many people back before the numbers were four digits
1: <laughs> she killed a lot of people like she she burned well, down a couple was okay villages with it no
2: not, I, not like I am, that it's just, it's just i'm questioning the I amount the of show. people she killed I'm in the time period of 722. i i,
1: I watched the show i 100 okay with what she did because i know what
2: happened to her what happened to her back in that time
4: Listen, like that's, a, I'm not gonna lie to you, Roz. I, that's 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 the literal same kind of defense crazy people have when they're like, "Ah, yes, this serial killer. There's no murderer. Is she a reluctant hero? I I know the. I've watched a documentary on them and I'm sympathetic to their plights. I understand <laughs> why it's, they murdered a school bus full of children. You know,
1: it's, it's kind of not the same because those people want to kill people because they because they are messed up in the head she didn't want to kill anybody but the person closest to her the person she was in love with fucked her over in a way that can't be unfucked so she destroyed everything he loved
4: see uh, allow me to be a prosecutor
0: Ooh. You oh, tell so me. i don't know how much i can trust this list but according to a list i found uh in the year 700 there are approximately 226 million people on earth
4: on earth collectively uh maybe like o- o- overall okay i mean that was before the um that was before the black flag right say so year 700 yeah yeah That's, i mean maybe well, they were well, the around. black plague and it killed a third of the people in europe specifically so yeah I mean, maybe they're around they're just you know focused flourished in their lane not trying to cop i lie no you're def- uh, you're defended ron you yeah. you tell me that she is innocent of any charges in terms of oh uh, no 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 she
1: absolutely deserves to be punished oh, no. I said she innocent. <laughs> like like I know what she did no she, she made the choice to kill people to be, she absolutely deserved to be punished but I understand why she went down the road she went down because I'm, I'm just gonna spoil it because it's even less likely for Kaiser to watch the show it's more likely for you guys to watch the show but Kaiser will wow. we'll live. It. Um, the reason why she did what she did was she was a part of a group of bandits that would well, she almost died her parents died like she was barely alive when the gods found her and they just happened to, they helped her live a little bit like they just sent somebody her to help her live she ended up joining along with this family and her stepbrother I, I guess is the best term for it or adoptive brother ended up joining this group this, group of bandits. She joined with him to protect him. Uh, They end up raiding sometimes just for food and water and whatnot but she wasn't really with it basically. So she ends up going to uh, uh, one of the guys that was a part of the caravan she raided was the uh, royal guard for like a princess or something. And the princess was pissed that her caravan got raided. Nobody died, by the way. They just took some stuff and ran.
2: Well, wow, that's really nice for the people in 700.
1: <laughs> so, uh, she becomes friends with the Royal Guard guy. They're hanging out. He's in with the bandits, like, best friends with everybody. Those are her and the guy from the Royal Guard, they fall in love. The bandit group is about to move on because they're like, we we got enough. It's too hot. We're going to leave. The Royal Guard dude is about to invite the girl to go to the castle with him. She's about to go leave the bandit group to go to the castle with him. But when the Royal Guard dude gets back to the castle, they found out he's been friends with the bandits. They tell him, "You kill the bandits or we kill everybody you know and love. So he, he goes, fuck it, I gotta betray my friends. He goes and tells the uh the palace the location of the bandits, rounds them all up, uh and in the process of rounding them all up, the guy he was the, the adopted brother and him get into a fight. and He tells the adopted brother the truth. I I had to betray you guys, and once this is done, I'm gonna kill myself. The adopted brother goes, no. What? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do this. You're gonna stay alive. You're gonna make sure my sister stays alive and you're gonna live as a traitor so you have to suffer for what, for what you did. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll be
0: honest. Not only has this story ruined my sympathy for the main character, but I don't think I have any sympathy for anybody who's a part of it. <laughs>
1: They were trying to live. They didn't kill anybody. They Yo, just stole they're fucking
0: bandits to a robbing people. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, no. God, it sucks. Have you gone to a town and asked for a job? Like, <laughs> you a, started serious a question. There's apparently a kingdom with a princess and town.
1: It's not a very big. Yeah, that don't matter. It exists. Have but you tried it, going, hey? This, this is feudal time, so we're just going to skip all of that. Hey, you got eight, all the lands that need some there's, work? There's a reason I, I
0: can
2: till the fields. I'm real be, good be with this axe.
1: I could chop down some trees. So, as we go, she ends up watching all of... Like I said before, she watches as all of her friends and her adopted brother are executed. And...
0: Why wasn't she executed?
1: Because the... uh royal guard dude got her off but the only way he could get her from being killed was to marry the princess Mm -hmm. so ah (laughs) so he not only betrayed his girlfriend he got her brother killed and then married some somebody else so she killed the princess well,
2: on her wedding night. Well, my hope
0: would be she wasn't going to get fucking married after she got her Man. brother
2: killed. This really put the drama in Korean drama.
1: Yeah, she got so she killed the princess on her wedding night, dressed Look. up in the wedding outfit, and then waited for Dude. Dude walked in because it he had a sword in his hand, so it felt like he was actually going to kill a princess himself. But he didn't because, you know... The girl the, the girl, the main protagonist, girl, she already got into it. <laughs> they get into a sword fight and he dives on her sword because he wants to atone for betraying his friends. <laughs> uh, and then everything I already talked about happens. She, she's trying to bury, find a place to bury her friends. People keep getting in her way, uh, other bandits, and she kills them. And then she ends up working as the guest house in the moon. The reason I have sympathy for her is because. After everything was said and done, she did want to die. She just wanted it all to be over with, but she- Man, actively... I didn't want to be robbed. How about that? <laughs> she actively took on the duties of the Guesthouse of the Moon, and even though she was reluctant to do it, she did comfort hundreds of thousands of souls <laughs> over the time she was alive, and gave them a better send off than what they had. Because a lot of them were like murder victims, People who committed suicide and all types of other stuff, and she helped them find comfort and happiness before they went on to the afterlife. And she was giving she she was literally uh what's his name from uh Infinity War. I guide people to a reward I cannot have.
2: The um Red Skull.
1: Yeah. Only she wasn't as bad as me.
2: well. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can congratulate her for doing her punishment. I,
1: I didn't say congratulate her for it. I just said I sympathize with her. Because if you were to kill somebody I love, especially if we were friends, I'm sorry. I'm going to burn everything around you down to the ground. And then you... Yeah. yeah, but who put
2: themselves in this situation?
4: It was her brother. I got to say, there is... Uh, this does hit on a particular strength that the reluctant hero has we talked, uh, touched a little bit on it earlier the relatability angle, the fact that many of these characters, whether at the beginning of the story or even throughout the narrative they, they really don't want the things happening around them to happen, and to be fair neither would we
3: yeah.
4: it, it is fairly understandable <laughs> like the, the
1: battle that she ended up in uh, the, the, the robbery. She wasn't a part of that.
2: Yeah, uh, she was.
1: The, the, no, no. Is she a part of the when clan? They royal, they were, a, she was a part of the group. They were, when they robbed the Royal Caravan, she wasn't a part of that fight until the end because she was saving their asses because they were getting overwhelmed. She found out they went to do it. She ran over, shot a couple arrows without killing anybody. God, and they man. to distract them, and then
2: their, her group got away. That How did she t- fire arrows without hurting anybody? She body shot it near them, and they're like arrows.
1: Yeah. And then she called for the retreat horn. That's ah. all she did in that battle.
2: She I mean, came that's still tell
1: them get the fuck out.
2: I mean, that's still actively helping robbers.
1: They were her friends. <laughs> it, 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 hey, let's think
2: about let's think about this
0: part of it. <laughs> Uh, if the robbery was successful, she gonna eat that food?
1: Yeah,
2: probably.
0: Benefit mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that robbery? Yep. I mean, we look, benefit yeah. from corporate greed all Look, look, I'm look. not saying- Are we all gonna fucking now engage
1: in corporate greed because one person did it? i I'm
0: are just we? Saying, are we gonna stick a- to that level? That's right. She was
1: a person put into a shitty situation and did the best she could. Did we ever get Ooh. any showing the of them spirit?
0: attempting just to join a community? Yeah. She when? was
1: going to join the community to get away from the stuff before her friend uh, her boyfriend betrayed me.
0: Okay, did we get anything before she started to become a highway robber?
1: Uh no. They 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 cut out the stuff between her being a kid it, because all of it takes place in flashbacks because it's like dreams that the protagonist guy in the current timeline is having. So he doesn't see everything he just sees uh mm. why did we
0: have a flashback of her and her we can't ask him that well I, i'm i asking for a writing protective Why did not have a flash of them like out of town going please we have nowhere to go and they're like damn no room here son get the fuck out of here
2: <laughs> take your oh, uh,
1: sister with you and they are like oh no the band's like hey friend no uh his parents got killed by a group of bandits
2: so we become what killed our parents? Damn. Tell me they at there least didn't join the same bandit game. Did
4: they join the same bandit game
1: that killed their parents? That's literally what the show is about. The cycle of violence and trauma. And
4: The cycles. I
0: became a Ooh. bandit to destroy the bandits. Uh,
4: yes. They candy- so became anyway. a bandit to survive. Uh, let's I let's, become, let's get back on topic.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: don't have any sympathy for these people at all. Or you don't. Of course you don't. L- Listen to me, Ross. I've been in a bad situation. And having to figure it out. Hey, fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, even I. I understand who could be I'm in, sitting bad in a very comfortable
0: chair right now. Don't fucking <laughs> act really like stupid. I haven't been in the fucking shit, Ross. <laughs> I'm not acting and like, you, like fight you haven't been in before. I haven't
2: given you shit. <laughs> for me, it goes like this. You know you're a criminal, so you can't be mad about the fact that people are mad that you're doing criminal acts. No, no if you're no, in no, the no. game, you're in the game. I don't it feel bad
0: for bandits because they robbed the wrong person.
1: It wasn't, it wasn't her getting in trouble. Th- them getting in trouble for what they did, it was who did it that was the problem.
0: No, they got in trouble for exactly what they did. They robbed a princess, no, and that no, princess no. got butt hurt
1: about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she got butthurt, and she that princess was a piece of shit. But uh, no, it wasn't the fact that they got caught. Piece of shit after I get robbed. (laughs) It wasn't the fact that they got caught and killed. It was the fact that the guy she was about to give everything for was the one who did it. That was the problem. Vengeful ghosts are not created just because they get caught for stealing and then get executed for it. It is.
2: Specific, very no. specifically,
1: that strong, literally, Freddy
2: Krueger. Literally, Freddy Krueger is a molester. Knew he was a molester. and Got burned for being a molester, and he is a vengeful ghost. That's an American vengeful ghost, not uh, uh Eastern
1: vengeful. Wow. Ghost. Okay. Even though like, some, some of them are sh- assholes. What is
0: it? The Shriek, the weird <laughs> white one that's hanging out in the attic. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that just like a uh, the husband killed his wife?
4: Oh, the Grinch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the grudge that well, is no, really... no, no, no,
4: no. to be fair the grudge is very very angry at that husband like one of the first people yeah, she yeah but
0: they used. kill a whole lot of people that aren't her husband
1: oh yeah that, it's that's it's because vengeful spirits tend to take out uh they only know how to lash out so they lash out at everything that's, yeah but you were saying of, that was uh, part of the show too
0: i was only making the argument because you said that's a western ghost My like, that this is a Easter well, ghost.
1: Krueger was a person, a piece of shit before he was uh dead. Oh no, I can give you some Easter ones. Afterwards.
2: No, I can give you some Easter ones. There's a lady who normally no, just, just arrives in the bathroom, who her face is completely slit that she did to herself, and she will question you if she's beautiful. If you say yes, she'll take the mask off, showing you the horrid face, and, and she'll just, ask you again. That's she's like, an asshole.
1: <laughs> intense trauma manifesting is a fucking ghost. That's her! She, see, she's this been is why I know.
0: This is why there are now multiple animes of ghosts showing up to people in Japan and them acting like they're not there. Because every fucking Eastern ghost, like, asks questions and you have to see them for them to do anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Look, like, I'm certain that if you just... That person who died in the bed from the grudge, I'm 100% certain if that man just didn't move, it would have been
1: fine. But she, she's not a, a weak... Because there's there's different levels to this shit when it comes to you, these There's ghosts. levels to this shit. They have shit. grown from various types of grudges.
2: Oh, and shit. she is
1: not a weak ghost. Like, she she actively has the power to bully other ghosts. She's a no, really no, strong I, ghost. I am too. Because I've seen lower level ones that there was a serial killer in the show who turned into a vengeful ghost. But he wasn't strong just because of his, him being a serial killer and just being twisted. He was strong because he manipulated people on forums to channel their hate into him.
2: So, what you're telling <laughs> me is there's another asshole yeah, there's who a, became a, a vengeful spirit.
1: Vengeful killer. There's a 4chan vengeful
2: ghost. <laughs> See? So assholes right. can become I, a I vengeful have have Yeah, quick but he needed a bunch of
1: power from other people being assholes.
0: I've, well, kind of... I've got a very quick horror story for you guys. So, there was this, I will call it an attempted serial killer because I didn't get very far along. Essentially, the way that this person worked is they basically did the tender thing, woman picture. Hey, my house is over here. Go through this garage and come to the back door. I'll meet you there. Well, it turns out that there was uh, obviously no girl. But what no would candy. happen is when they came into the garage, he would close the door and he was a very large, uh, angry person. You say the word large, do you
2: mean rotund or Both tall blood. and rotund. Oh, I, can, I can fuck out.
0: Uh, he, he generally had weapons and it only happened twice. And I'll explain why it only happened twice in a moment. Oh, can I guess? Uh, No. Oh. So he caught the first guy, had him strung up, and was like planning to torture him. But the guy managed to slip free, got away, ran out into the street, and like there was literally like someone passing by who he went help to. And the big guy came out the garage and he basically like played it off like they were role-playing, and the other guy was like getting a little too into it, and he just went back in the garage. And was like, I'll be in here when you're ready. And so the guy just fucking left. He's like, no, I'm not going back in there. Fuck you. Um, second guy was less lucky, but he got killed very quickly. There was no torture involved. And uh Killer wrote in his journal that, dang it, i messed it up. Really should have done more torture. The reason why it was only those two is because the person who committed these acts was actually a writer And they were attempting to write a serial killer story. And they decided that in order to find out what the mentality is like, they needed to go through and become a serial killer. And they posted the first part of their script, which was a detailed, essentially, diatribe about these two attacks. Don't do that. Yeah, Did, and the end of it was literally talking about how he needed to catch another person so that he could go through with the torture part.
4: Fucking wow. Did the... Please tell me his work didn't sell well.
0: It didn't sell at all. It got taken down by, by the police because they're like, uh, we got reports of a fucking attempted serial killer. And, and you just literally essentially uh, gave their quotes from the opposite point of view. Um sir do you have a garage that you rent and it turned out he did have a detached garage that he rented and they went there and they found a bunch of plastic on the ground the chains the knives the mask that he had been wearing when he was doing it he had attempted to make the what was it the dexter wet room yeah moist i don't remember what's called i haven't watched dexter but he was basing it off of dexter <laughs> horror stories Let's get back to the Reluctant Hero. Thomas, do you have an example of a Reluctant Hero that you like?
4: Oh, certainly. Let's uh, see here. Uh, I have one. I actually have two on the, uh, both extremes of the spectrum. One that doesn't stay a Reluctant Hero long, and the other that uh, stays a Reluctant Hero for a long, long time. The primary example is Avatar Ong! From yeah. avatar the last Airbender. Uh, for many of us who already know this a quick refresh on how is he a reluctant hero he does eventually save the he ran from home the boy understandably turned 12 his hashtag not father uh put him in a room with a bunch of toys said pick one and he picked the one that said congratulations you are 100th avatar you must now be put on extra avatar duties and he's like i just want to play with the other reindeer kids but can't because now he has adult responsibilities and he decides you know what i'ma go home actually not Um, go home i'ma leave home because i don't want to be here
2: i'm leaving
4: unfortunately for him he got stuck in ice and everyone died but (laughs) when he came out of that
2: (laughs) jesus
4: when he came out of that ice, Captain America style, he realized, oh damn, yeah, running no, away Cap was not
0: Fucking uh, egg fucking oh, burst out damn. that ice.
4: Running away was not the right idea. I need to actually save the world. And then we get I, literally the rest of the show. I, don't, I uh, don't know if it was a bad idea. He lived. <laughs> he did live, but I mean, I, maybe he would have been different. Maybe he would have I mean, you know, been different. <laughs> Schmacky, he, he would have at least saved his father, Gyatso. I, yeah, think, I don't he think he would have. I think at the very least he would have done that. <laughs> How I would Aang have saved th- him? Listen, he just because thought Aang, the entire Fire Nation always shows up at his the- house i now, don't remember, kill people ang didn't have any of any like bending any other bending techniques other than air bending on his own however because he's the avatar he would have had the avatar state and Kyoshi would have fucked those firebenders up on the, <laughs> during the comet <laughs> i you'
2: fucking trying us let's fucking go i wish monkey atso was the avatar
0: that man was <laughs> not afraid to kill people he killed like fucking a bunch of firebenders during sozin's comet by yeah, just little the body. oxygen. That
4: does actually bring up the, the, the secondary uh, part of why Aang is a great example of this. Uh, his reluctancy doesn't just exist with the call to action, aka taking on Avatar responsibilities. It's even the reluctancy oh. to yeah, conform absolutely. to the the uh, very real pressures that we deal with in the more complex world and society are, are the moral ambiguity of various situations, especially in the case of Avatar Aang's where it's world politics you either kill this monarch or you let the monarch go free and that's these are the only ultimatums reasonable quotas foreseeable options everyone in his life is telling the man he even talks to the past avatars many of them probably was bad ideas because many of them have killed actively (laughs) and without prejudice she looks at
2: him But he tried.
4: (laughs) He tried to get as many different perspectives as possible, and despite all of them saying the same thing, he at least wanted to... He he did not want to give up the thing, the piece of home that he had left, which was the air-bending philosophy. And there's that little bit of reluctance there makes the solution that he comes up with all the more satisfying.
2: That Avatar Kyoshi, what should I do? Eat the rich.
4: Eat the (laughs) rich. Now, the other uh, example that... Character like relatively reluctant the entire show. Um, there's this anime known as Tokyo Revengers.
2: Oh, um, mm, I knew this was coming.
4: This, I yep. myself, <laughs> I breaks to myself. This anime came out, it's airing in early 2021 uh year, and it is basically a time travel plot where our main character, a 24 year old uh Japanese man who's not really getting much done with his life, unfortunately learns that his former girlfriend back when they were like 12 years of age had recently died in a car crash but not just because you know she was walking the street and the car swerved into her or anything that um accidental and unfortunate no the car apparently just ran into straight up was was reported at least by the news circle as a hit by the tokyo manji gang oh known and very prolific uh, criminal organization in that uh, in our main character's climate. After much grief and grief about the regrets of his life involving his girlfriend, and of course the things that separated all those years ago, he does uh, inexplicably find himself able to travel back exactly 12 years to the day into the past
0: range exact this number? This is
4: very strange about the exact number, yes, and I'll say, uh, while I won't talk too much about the mechanics of how this story goes I will note that 12 days exactly is uh, I believe the word I'm looking for is congruent, parallel if it's the August 25th of 2022, it is going to be August 25th of 2010 if it's going if you are in August 26th going to be august 26th now uh the reluctancy the reluctancy comes with the idea that he has to to prevent the deaths once he uh travels back the first time eats uh his at the time i guess girlfriend of 12 years of 12 years ago and her younger brother and realizes just how much he's missed out on improving his current life as he knows it because he left these two important people in his life. He particularly tells the younger brother who's wanted to grow up and be a police officer, the fucking narc, that uh <laughs> <laughs> he should go and do his dreams and, and innocent conversation of uh, that then snaps him back into the future once they shake hands on that um very heart to heart agreement. Lo and behold, twelve years later he is yeah, along with his sister in that business front. Now, he's like, something's going on. My my sister just died, and you told me that this was going to happen. So I need you to tell me what the hell's going on. And of course, the main character doesn't um, check the audience. This is the plot uh, uh, built by the both of them. If they can regularly execute this whole time travel plan, he can keep going back trying to change things in the past try to figure out how the tokyo manji gang that started off as an innocent delinquent biker group turned into this criminal organization yakuza what? style
2: once again the word <laughs> 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 and these
4: then, rough galleon boots over here that's right and it, and uh, after doing all of that save the uh save the sister slash girlfriend's life
2: Save sister, save the, uh,
4: the problem one of the many is that uh many of those same people that are in the delinquent group even 12 years ago actively bullied and abused him. part of why he <laughs> left town and left these people of his life so he really it's like asking you any of us any of you watching right now or in the VOD section imagine if you were told to go back to your high school days now some of us even uh some of us right here among the four of us would be like yeah i'm able to handle the trauma that i experienced all those years ago some of us are not some of us are not equipped to re-experience the trauma that traumatized us the main character is much in that camp
2: i can not uh, go back the amount spend, of trash i would talk to people
4: <laughs> we spend so many episodes of him struggling to deal with um the fact that he's constantly afraid of the people that are around him not necessarily his friends that he had back then but the people that abuse them uh, and various other people of the tokyo manji gang delinquent version because they're still super strong delinquent children he doesn't know how to fight at all <laughs> a very consistent thing that he'll never improve upon kind of my to my frustration but understandably because how are you going to compete with a guy that can uh, literally sumo five other guys at the same time? It's it's it's, it's immense power scaling, despite no superpowers actually being... Outside of time travel, I guess. But we spend the time of, of this show in the... I had to read it, him trying to work backwards, essentially, of how the gang... Uh, got to the place that they're in, trying to deal with many of these people situations as they come up, to make sure that some people live, some people don't get into disagreements, split <laughs> apart, which then apparently all cascades into this de- biker delinquent group turning into a villainous <laughs> yakuza organization.
2: can stop one member from beating the absolute dog watch out
4: of another. <laughs> right. It sounds like erase, but with gangs. It is with it is uh, many people has had that. <clears throat> that it's very similar to that's why i don't know the race myself a uh, race is another time travel plot um in order to you know change the future or change the present it's all perspective
2: life is strange life is strange Hela.
4: life is strange hella life is very strange yeah these are my two examples however one uh, two on various extremities
1: Yes, Kaiser. Now, give us your examples so I may heckle it.
0: He did. No, I thought he had a, another one. Yeah, I had another one, and I think it might. It, when it comes to you you guys are giving a bunch of anime examples of things that I uh, haven't watched a i not all. Hey, really.
4: hey, and a Western cartoon that is one of the greatest of the I I gave a live action show.
0: Oh, fucking. It sounded like Weebery. What?
4: What? Kaiser is oh look at that. Kaiser's reluctant that he's wrong.
0: <laughs> I didn't say that I was right, I just said it sounded like Weebery, which means that yeah, I am yeah. wrong. It just sounded like Weeberry. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, fucking With it even... Your example now, Kaiser.
2: Hey.
0: Hey. Th- th- thank you. I didn't know that Korea and Japan were different countries. Only yeah, fucking, well, no, you know, you're only welcome. focused on the area for what ten years of my life. I only lived in one of them. Uh, yeah, I only fucking lived in one. <laughs> <laughs> only you're lived like, one, love. and now watch a whole bunch of Overwatch, which totally doesn't have a bunch of players from the other one. Listen, Doug,
2: you're crazy. Example. Wait,
0: Korea is just a part of Japan. Why does it have its own flag? Fucking!
2: I got more Why does than... each of our states have its own flag? I was about to
1: make that same joke. Oh, I'll kill you. Kill
0: you. <laughs> I'm gonna take away Philadelphia's flag just because you said that.
2: Look, go ahead. You, you get, get you no flag. You know, right many, you know How many flags we got flying down? No. Um, Thomas what Streets at with um all the flags.
1: Oh, uh, Six Benjamin flags. Franklin
2: Parkway. Yeah, Brendan Franklin Parkway. They
1: bullied a robot. I don't think you're gonna last
2: actively beat the shit up that robot i
4: still My feel bad story. next uh, next week on Wham, we talk about why philadelphia is philadelphia
0: next week lexington why you should why you should plan to visit on your next yearly vacation Don't do it
4: i got a great area in philadelphia called kensington that is absolutely perfect for tourists
0: anyway uh yep. Sorry, I, I I was distracted for a moment because the next UFC card has been all fucked up. But whatever. Back to this. Mm-hmm. Like, so many fights are different. Um, my example, and I would make the argument that this is the best example of a reluctant hero within Western media. Okay. Frodo Baggins. Mm. I know. Oh. So Frodo. Frodo Baggins for the entirety of the time that he is The protagonist of the Lord of the Rings, he is there like, damn, be really cool if I could go back to the Shire Damn, be cool. This
2: shit wasn't happening to me
4: and be real, (laughs) real cool. If I could just if the ring itself could just deliver itself into a level. One thing that kind of makes it
0: interesting and one of the ways that it avoids one of the many pitfalls of the reluctant hero is that after he's told the situation, He doesn't spend like half of the story, not the half story, like the first, like a chapter two being like, no, I'm not gonna do it. He is immediately like, what must I do? And you know, he fucking does it because he's a champ (laughs) and Tolkien's goal was to show that heroes come in all shapes and sizes, not just the large, broad, normal, heroic hero that we're used to, that paragon of good wielding the sword around. Nah, it can come from even the smallest of people. Who you don't expect it from. And let this cat take the ring. No, don't don't give the ring to a cat. We'll have a new dark lord by the end of the day.
2: <laughs> take the ring, Throw <laughs> No the, throw the, it the volcano. A uh, house cat gets mittens? a hold of
4: the one ring and all of the evil suddenly mysteriously.
0: <laughs> all of the evil suddenly becomes a bunch of just orcs that are also cat boys. <laughs> <laughs> You. Anyway. The big thing is throughout the story, he is a reluctant hero because the only thing he wants is to go home back to the Shire. Like, by the halfway point of the first movie, out of the three, he is straight up just like, you know what? The ring will be safe in Riverdale. I am ready to go home, Sam. And what I love about that scene is he says that and then immediately. It cuts to Elrond and Gandalf having a conversation where Elrond's like, yo, that shit cannot stay here. And within that, nobody expects him to be the person to take the ring. He is invited out of basically kindness and respect for getting it to Revendell to the meeting of the Secret Council. But while they're arguments begin to happen people start screaming at each other and the ring starts to do its evil magic shit where it's whispering Mordorian at everybody and he just goes I'm gonna take the ring I have no idea how to get there though and it's very much a moment of I don't want to do this but someone has to stop y'all motherfuckers from arguing and nobody will be offended with me having the ring
2: and that's all he's wondering. One more time. That's it. That's all he's wondering. Why is all the important people yelling? We got things to do. Yeah.
0: And that allows them to, you know, be, everyone calm. Not everyone. Most of the people calm down. The people volunteer. We get the fellowship and we move on. But throughout the story, Frodo is trying to find ways to give the ring away. He tries to give it to galadriel he wants gollum around because of the fact that he's like this is someone else who has experience in the ring and i need fucking help even though you're gollum and he has so many opportunities to give into the idea of i'm gonna fucking leave the ring but despite being reluctant in it he is still the person who is like no this ring this ring is my burden I'm going to get it to Mordor. Like, talks to Galadriel about it. And he ends up taking it back. And she also, uh, to quote her, passes the test because it does try to sway her. I mean, that's what that scene is about. If you didn't. Some people don't understand what that scene is. And that's what it is, is that her her weird thing when she goes dark and shit.
4: It basically Uh, is. That's what it is. Okay, you want to give in to Temptation? No! My fault.
0: You pay have the Bob check. (laughs) To be fair, is is it just... uh, Do you want it? No! What it really is, is... I totally could, and if I had it, I could be really fucking cool, and I probably shouldn't do that. Nothing this small little man can do to stop me. There literally isn't. That's fucking Galadriel. She is older
2: than the moon. I could literally (laughs) RKO him into oblivion. But I won't. I mustn't. But I could. He's Who those so sub- other arguments I could
0: make if I actually watched the Rings of Power? But He's I won't. So you can't make <laughs> me.
2: We can, and we will.
0: No, I'm we
2: not doing it. We actively have to. No. Um.
0: But literally up until like the final moments, he is just like, I don't want to be here. But someone's got to do this shit. And it is an intrinsic part of his character. Like, every decision he makes, and this is a positive of that reluctant hero. Every decision that he makes is... It requires much more strength of will for him to make those decisions than it would if he was less reluctant. Because... He's extremely reluctant, but also at the end of the first movie, he is determined to go off alone to Mordor. And Sam basically has to drown himself in order for Frodo to be like, Fine, you can come, weirdo. Baca. Weirdo. He does not want to carry the rig up the mountain, but he decides to keep going. He multiple 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 times he is just like i basically just want to lay down and die and give people the ring and he has so so many opportunities to give it away boromir aragorn uh faramir gollum sam even there are so many people that are like i will take the ring and there are some who say no aragorn and gladriel specifically and also gandalf technically no. I dare not take it. But that that's the funny thing. There are so many people that say no to the ring. But there are just as many people who Frodo is like, no, I cannot give you the ring. Like, even Sam. Like, people like to be well, like...
2: Say, pretty police.
0: <laughs> Lots of people do, like, try and quote the... Is Sam taking the ring... Defeating Shelob, saving uh, Frodo as like, oh my God, look, it Sam is even more a hero than fucking Frodo, especially because of the way that the movie kind of, I don't, the the book's been out for like a hundred years and the movie's been out for 20. When he gets to the precipice and he attempts to steal the ring and he does not throw it into the fire... were like ah you see he failed and it's like he got the ring all of the way there Boromir couldn't make it halfway before he attempted to kill a halfling he didn't even have the ring the strength of will that Frodo had to just get that motherfucker there is stupid like I it is a part of The way that halflings work, that it partially was just, they are relatively strong-willed and uh, easier able to ignore uh, its dark influence. It still is the ring that was made by the Dark Lord that can corrupt anybody who holds it for an extended period of time. And also, look at the river folk. One of whom specific they're halfling folk. One of whom is specifically Gollum. Gollum is half-halfling. He's basically a three-quarters, like, halfling and closer to human. And the ring corrupted him immediately. He did not even hold the ring. He saw his cousin Deagle holding the ring. And he went, that's pretty. I want that. And then him and his cousin fucking... Oh, fought each other, and Gollum killed him for the ring.
4: Yeah,
0: it. I mean, that was mine? This is a ridiculously powerful, mentally influencing item that he carried from the Shire all the way to the Mountain of Doom, up to the precipice where it is at its most powerful. Sam did good carrying the ring there and not falling to its influence when he wasn't carrying it, and he did do a lot to save. Frodo, but Frodo is the fucking man.
4: Right. Did carry it.
0: He carried it and he got it there. That was step one. It took so many people to get past step one. Granted, there are two steps. Get the ring to the mountain. Throw the ring in.
2: Get rid of the ring. You want oh, to know shit. What the,
0: You wanna you wanna know what the funny thing is? Yeah. Technically. Nobody succeeded in part two. Yep. It's not like Sam, like, wrestled Frodo, got the ring, and threw it into the mountain. Gollum got the ring by biting off Frodo's finger. Gollum had no plans to throw it into the fire. Gollum had planned to it. take the ring for himself. But then him and Frodo got into a little bit of a tussle, and the two of them <laughs> fell over the side of the fucking precipice.
1: <laughs>
0: the ring was so powerful in that moment that I would venture I don't think anybody could have thrown the ring in I think oh. that they're at the precipice at its most powerful the reason why Elrond did not kill Isildur and just take the ring and throw it in which is something that some people pointed out as a flaw in the Lord of the Rings I don't think Elrond could have done it I believe in that moment at the precipice the ring's power is so acute that it would have been impossible And if you disagree with me, fight me in the
4: comments. (laughs) Fight me.
0: Now, fight me anywhere. That was my example of a good one. Uh, Any questions from you guys or the chat?
4: I I I did fortunately watch these. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, I forced you to. You didn't. You didn't put down the ring. You still kept it in your hand, but I, I picked it up. I picked you up. I you can't carry it
0: for you, but I can carry you. Also, by the way, that's such a fucking good scene. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that's not... The, the point of this is not a Lord of the Rings appreciation He's hour. going through it again. I'm going to talk about it very quickly. The fucking just fact that then the music was well done. Just the idea of, we're almost there, Frodo, you can make it. I can't walk anymore. Well, I'm gonna fucking put you on my back, God damn it! It's a great scene. That's the homie. Now-
4: Totally not the beginning of many, uh, slightly homoerotic readings.
0: No, that happened like two movies ago. That <laughs> would say it was all wet.
4: So I think we've exhausted a lot of different examples of characters that we liked, and more importantly, good interpretations of reluctant heroes and protagonists. Do we oh, have... Do we have... we can a... talk
2: about good things? We... we.
0: I've been cutting you off every time we go for the bad things, but it is now time for that. Time yeah. to talk about the bad, because to, the to answer the question... This, um, yeah, to answer the question that you didn't finish asking, Thomas, yes! There are so many ways to do this character wrong, and in fact, I would propose the idea that this type of character is done wrong more times than it is done correctly
2: to be fair i think you could say that about most character traits as there is there's a lot of media true i would
0: prose the argument that in professional media this trope is done more incorrectly than correctly
4: so let's skip generalizations and get into specifics what do we got
0: now I'm going to start with the easy one, because that's how I am. Uh, the reluctant hero that remains reluctant to the point of being destructive. Now, this is not me saying kind of like how Luke was like, no, I don't want to leave with you, Obi-Wan. I will fucking stay on the boister farm, like my uncle said. And then his aunt and uncle die, and that's his fault, because it's not his fault. That's not the kind of thing. It would be more like if that happened, and then he went, no we I'm still not leaving with you and then he like just pushed the bodies to the side and went down into the moisture farm and like two yep. years go by and I was like hey stuff. Leia's <laughs> dead He's like you know Leia was your sister <gasps> what and then he starts to do the adventure thing it's like yeah we didn't we didn't need all that I feel like the death of part of your family is enough we don't need more family death and like the other example in this same kind of category of the reluctant hero to the point that becomes destructive, is the kind of reluctant hero where it's just like, the fate of the world is at stake, and they're just like, I don't wanna. It's like, you... You exist in the same plane of existence, right? As this thing that's gonna destroy all of it? Yeah. Hey, you don't wanna do this because doing so means you have a chance of death. But... Not doing so is a guarantee of death, but I'm scared. Why aren't you scared of the end of everything then? That seems much more scary to me.
4: Maybe Um. deal with that. (laughs) Uh. Now I I know that this is not a specific day, but it is uh, one of the um, more poignant dynamics of the character maurice already put up shinji from neon genesis evangelion i won't get into too much detail about it because it's been so long since i've seen the show uh but the fact that you know gigantic monsters um angels do come down to try to fuck shit up we do kind of need as many able hands as possible to stop the world from being destroyed and that, in- that means shinji getting the robot <laughs>
0: Shinji getting the fucking robot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> A particular example of this uh, that I know much more about and unfortunately try not to speak on is I Niki Future Diary. Uh, here we go again. Deep breaths. So the main character, Yuki, we know him. Nobody likes him the uh most interesting part of it all is that unlike everyone else in the uh, plot of the story the the 13 wielders of the magic cell phone diaries he is the only one that didn't sign up for this He's the only one that didn't ask for it which is understandable then when he's thrust in this game that involves the you must murder the other contestants there is no um there is no alternative he's very reluctant to do so uh but there does get to a point where many of his friends and family are actively threatened and he does not uh move to defend them outside of a method that he keeps insisting on that always failed it's not that unlike ang he just had a code that allowed him to worm his way out of other situations up until the penultimate like ang did no he he keeps trying to talk to people out of performing the game that they willingly signed up for so they have no problem doing it and his friends and family dies because he unfortunately uh is in this game outside of his will but then even more importantly unable to reconcile the, the the fact that he must kill and he the worst part of it is uh for the context of this entire story is that after his friends and family dies and he's left with nothing but his uh psychopathic captor he does now give in and decide to kill and ultimately win, which only furthers the idea. it only furthers the the uselessness of his of his struggle as much as i would hate to call i don't want to kill somebody a struggle, um, or a pointless one at that, but it—this is what the story ends up becoming in terms of moral, and it doesn't sit right having a reluctant character in this type of fashion.
0: Yeah. And much in the same way that it—it—it's the double-edged sword of the way that the reluctant hero kind of works, in that. If the character is too like into what's happening, when it doesn't make sense to be like they have, they should have no idea what's going on. But they're just like, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> it's a little weird and almost inhuman. If they are told exactly what's happening, and it's like, "Oh shit, I could fucking die," but they keep up with that. Oh no, it gets to a point that the audience just sitting there like. Shenji, do the fucking thing!
4: What are you <laughs> doing? Uh, ah! it does. Um. So, from from what we're talking about here, when it comes to character motivation and uh, the uh, and the relationship to the moment they enter the fantastical, I think is the the to- the coin out term for many of these narratives. If they are too gung-ho with this alien, strange, and foreign fantastical adventure, they seem a little psychopathic and or um, emotionally disconnected. But if they're, for our cases, for the reluctant hero, too far into reluctancy and inaction and unable to um, even just process the change, not necessarily traumatic change, but change that happened to them, being in the fantastical adventure at all compared to their normal day in life, they seem a little idiotic in some interpretations. Uh, other interpretations makes them actively wimpy. It's hard to find a- it's hard to find a- but there, there are some synonyms that you can probably insert to get where I'm- um, to get where I'm getting at.
0: I have an example in my head of one that does this.
4: Yeah, oh. let's hear it. What uh,
0: is it? The Never Hero. The who? The Never Hero.
4: I you're gonna have to. Def, I am unironically asked to, to so, describe this person to me.
0: The Never Hero is a book. I don't remember the main character's name. Technically, there are multiple books. Don't fucking. Jonathan know Jonathan Tibbs. Yeah. Um. You, Maurice chose to give you a bit of context. You probably heard the name from the fact that uh they sponsored a overly sarcastic video i think a couple of them actually not the point the book is terrible just overall it's not Ooh. good um Ooh. obviously but there's multiple awards it, since when do awards mean good Ooh. <laughs> bang bang now
4: coming from a man who doesn't have a yet
0: <laughs> oh me you're it. Right. i am not awarded I don't even have an agent. Queering, oh, it's though. free.
2: Yeah, of course it's free. It's garbage. It hmm. has to be free so someone will read it. I mean, it's free, I'm audible. Right. Yeah, It's three bucks. To get into it,
0: I, uh, I'm, I'm not kidding. I straight up despise this fucking book for so many, so many
4: different reasons.
0: Essentially the way that it works is we've got a random Joe Schmo main character. He's just hanging out in his house. Book opens with somebody dying to an alien threat, and it—he that person dies. It's the funeral for the main character's dad. You're like Oh man, my dad's dead. Then we jump forward, fucking like sixteen years or some odd bullshit. He's in college. He's walking around his house. Then all of a sudden, there's someone in his house. He's like, "Oh my god!" And he pulls out a bat and he tries to hit him with it. Hits him with the bat. Bat explodes. And he goes, "Well." that's interesting you're gonna be a hero now and he's just like huh and then he gets fucking force fed a thing it causes him to have to go to the hospital he passes out and shit uh long story short essentially what happens is is that there are aliens invading earth oh. and when they invade anybody like it because there are multiple people like him i don't know how many i don't know what the fuck they're doing there's a bunch of shit that's just like, oh, this album isn't right here, and there are other things going on, and some things have been lied about. But I could not give less of a fuck by the time the book ended. Um, And the book is, uh, when the aliens invade, they invade one at a time, and they're these very, very big, very sturdy, very strong, like, aliens that, if I remember correctly, they were built a bit like gorillas. Um, and they just start fucking wrecking havoc. And, spoiler alert, because I don't care. I don't think you should listen or read it. Um, they're killing in order to essentially make themselves look like the most attractive mate to the people back on their planet. Because their aliens are basically organizing this so that they don't kill each other so they could make an army out of them, I think. Again, all of that's discussed at a later time. Uh, The thing that our main character got fed allows him to understand what the alien is saying and he's the chosen person to go and fight them. Oh my god. And it gives him supernatural powers like super strength and like the ability to think faster and (laughs) and him so he ends up going out and he fights the thing after a solid, like, 30 minutes of hemming, humming and hawing about it. humming and hawing. Sorry, that's the way that that's the saying. Um, He gets there and still when he's there, he's like, man, I don't want to fight this thing. I should just leave. And then he sees that a kid died and he goes, oh, my God, now I'm definitely going to fight. And he fights it. He barely wins, but he does win. And then after his victory time resets to about five minutes before the alien arrived. But now the alien doesn't arrive. So time basically just, aliens evade time resets, it's like it never happened. Oh, I love Gridman. And <laughs> if I remember correctly, if he dies, it resets, but he dies under mysterious circumstances or some bullshit, I can't remember. But then like, the next part of the story is him just being like, well, that happened. Doop-a-doo. And it kind of just dicks around for a bit. And then the alien is like, hey, I, I uh, don't mean to alarm you. I told you there would be more. Here's the here? date the next one is going to arrive. And he's like, I'm not going to fight them. It's like, yeah, you are. You're chosen. If you don't, a lot of people are going to die. This is kind of how it works. You got to do are something about pay? it.
2: Jeez. Will they pay me? No, they get Buckle. no payment. Buckle. Uh, No
0: payment, no training. I think he, at one point, gives him... No, he doesn't. He has to get a job for that. And so, uh, poor college student ends up quitting college. He goes to a gym. And, like, a major part of the story is that he goes to a gym, meets a dude bro, and they start lifting. And he
2: gets I mean, ripped. Every, everyone can use a dude bro in their life.
0: Yeah, it... I'll be 100% yeah, honest. I disagree. I cannot describe a more wish fulfillment self-insert story off the top of my head than The Never Hero. I Yes, you can. Off the top of my head, though. uh, The Handbook for Mortals. I haven't read Handbook for Mortals. Nope. That one is very much a self-insert power fantasy. But also this is really bad about it like it makes Mm -hmm. me think that the author is a slightly pudgy 30 year old man who rides a motorcycle that really wants to get in shape but hasn't
2: no i've seen this picture
0: are you sure he's not slightly pudgy
2: i am pretty sure he does not look pudgy but i will i i cannot be too sure he's wearing a leather jacket isn't he yes but i can't here's the thing i can't be too sure that he's not the person on the cover i that would
0: surprise me not the point the point is is that essentially it's like the beginning of the not the beginning most of the book is about him just like going to the gym and him talking with his and i like just basically quoting your hot neighbor and how he does meal prep, and how his friends are concerned about his lifestyle, and then he gets Don't a job in construction rip? in order to get a piece of rebar to use as a staff, and he practices using a staff as a weapon. You could have just got a staff. I'm I'm wondering, <laughs> well, no, he needed something that was stronger than a normal just staff.
4: For one, just
1: for one material item. It might not have been rebar.
0: Piece it was definitely rebars? a staff made out of metal, metal, though. Why not? Like why not just get a whole sludge hammer if you're getting jacked? Why not get a fucking sword or something pointy that you
1: can stab with? He got a fancy stick.
0: I like, bro, tree he could've
2: just got there. a stick for free. It's it like a tree. He could've
4: went back to his local tree. could've got a nice nice piece of wood. No, He like, had, a super Jimmy he used had practice tree. with
0: a staff and I'm like, get a fucking spear, my guy. At least get sharpen something. the tips of your metal stick
2: have you tried getting sensor, a gun
0: <laughs> that would be great i think that police did shoot at the monster in the first part and i'm pretty sure bullets didn't affect it so and you think rebar will well it's because it's a rebar being wielded by him the super strong powerful main yeah.
4: character yeah ah, but here's so here's a problem is that he should get a slingshot and pack the bullets?
2: Yeah, down. yeah. See, here's the problem: if you swing rebar, or like if you swing Goliath, anything against something that was strong enough to like withstand bullets, especially monster, most likely the rebar won't win. No matter how strong you swing it, the rebar will break before either you two. Yeah. And you're, and then you look stupid. Yeah. You're, we're we're but, uh, getting along the lines right, of why I book. don't like this book. Oh, I'm sorry. 12 hours the last one's 31 hours you mean the oh yeah it
0: fucking it's torture man
2: the never paradox in the never army
0: yeah real quick what are the star ratings on the second two
2: you don't you don't want to know it's fives isn't it i just i I feel like you would just be better not knowing the truth oh (laughs) my god (laughs) 4.65 the second one am i right with 4.65 though pretty much yeah Yeah. is it what is it 4.86 i i can't really see the star i guess i gotta click on it uh uh, the second one is 4.7 the third book four point
0: four point what eight all right here's a fun question how
2: many reviews does the third one have 1145. How many does the second book have? 4037. How many does the first book 700- have? Seven hundred seven thousand five hundred and seventy-four. The drop off is I staggering to say the least.
0: I don't mean to be rude because this person obviously spent a long time working on this book. Uh, book series in fact Um, you cannot trust most like star ratings on books because unlike with movies where they get bombed by people who get a little mad about it uh, books basically have the opposite effect where people are like this was good or if they don't like the book but they you know know people who worked really hard on it they'll still give it like 4 stars and be like it wasn't for me but it had words in it. <laughs> I read and it. if someone doesn't like the book, they don't leave a review. I left a review for the Never Hero. I'm pretty sure I gave it a one. Um, Ooh. I don't know if I put anything down about it, but I'm getting distracted on the actual plot because even while he's doing all of this stuff, he's still constantly going, man, why did this have to happen to me? i'm ripped
4: it was me baby
0: it was and me. like he's constantly like musing on the fact he's like even if i save everybody nobody will know that i saved them
2: god it's like being a hero has no reward do i get sent back in time if i just 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 for me to know after this thing do i get sent back in time or does everything else get back so I back in time, and I'm like perfectly still here. Like, if I rob people while I'm saving them, will their money return? Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Pointless. I don't want this job. I
0: quit. (laughs) No, Maurice has become the real- So to be fair, I will say that that part about it is interesting. The whole redo, nobody knows that you were there. (laughs) Haha, suck a dick. That's Um, all great, man. But that's really the only fucking thing that
2: Okay, I have a question. Yep. Would the story have been better if Homeboy was actually down with the clan? Was he he, he just ready to go pop, pop? Uh,
0: No, because so much of the... There are, I believe, two total fights in the book. One about two hours in, and the second one is at 11 hours in. Ew. So, like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, man, there should be a fight scene every X amount of time, and that's why this was stupid. This I will a say though book. I will say though, the lack of any kind of what could be described as rising action, which is like shit's heating up, is astro fucking nomical. Like so little happens in this book that it was painful for 12 hours but it's, uh, it's gave me 90 action. it's 90 him training and talking with his hot neighbor
2: uh, you just you just keep saying hot neighbor I'm because it's that's a boy. basically how it fucking talked about her is it a boy oh you said her
0: never mind yeah also fucking <laughs> fun fact his hot neighbor works for the government because her dad's a high-ranking general and her dad's a high-ranking general and this uh her brother died by the fuck by some was killed by someone who had readings similar to the weird fucking space readings they're getting from the main character so her brother was also in the program definitely as a person trying to save people but they can't figure that out and he was killed by the aliens also, the, if I remember correctly, does that happen in this book? It did. So, uh, this has become, this has become a review of the Never Hero. This is the last thing I'm saying. <laughs> the main character lives with two dudes and a girl. The girl had a boyfriend who was an army dude who was a fucking asshole. Because, of course, every fucking army dude is an asshole. None of us are nice at all. We're all just fucking dickheads that just want to get laid and,
2: fucking hate women and shit, whatever. To be fair, look at you right now. You already shitting on this guy. I ain't fucking... <laughs>
0: Listen, he fired the first shot. I'm just swinging back. <laughs> <laughs> um, But that guy is a fucking dick. They get in a fight after he starts to train because, of course, his testosterone finally starts to run. And he's a man now and he can beat up the dickhole asshole fucking boyfriend because what power fantasy how could you call it a power fantasy if there wasn't some dickhead misogynist there for you to beat up look we love
4: beating up those, are my, to, those are my favorite type of people to beat up
0: listen I believe that the misogynists do deserve to be beat up but also fucking don't put them in specifically to have them be an asshole and then get beaten up by the main character and have everyone look and be like, oh my God, why did you beat him up so hard, man? You didn't have to trounce him like that. God had to pull you
2: off the guy. It's like,
4: nah, I get I it. it. Are you justified?
2: No, no, no. I'm going a, I'm to a be that character who turned around. Are you actively giving sympathy to the dude who shoved your head into a toilet with piss in it? <laughs> Um, I need your answer right now. Whose side are you on? again, I don't remember if
0: they held him back. I do remember them being like, oh my god. Wow, you're really gonna have I to him. beat him up like that.
2: Oh, how oh, should, I beat also, him Whiter, then,
0: then should I be up? wider? Gentlemen? Then, the asshole army guy goes to the army chain of command and goes, I think this guy's a terrorist. Private, shut the fuck up. Who told you to come to me? And then they fucking pay him to spy on him. Oh, I know. Hey, they paid him to spy on him initially before that, because of the fact they started to get the readings and they're like, oh my God, people die when this reading's around. We need you to watch him because he was dating the guy's roommate. I mean, yeah, I can see that, but sir. Also for the he's entire- He's actively beating the shit out of me. For the entire story, one of his male roommates had a crush on the female roommate. And it's like, wow. You guys, sure. uh, realize how weird that would be if y'all started dating? Do you live in the same house? There two other people here? No? No, do you have actually no experience living with people of different genders? Okay, moving on.
2: Look, I don't understand. Date your roommates.
0: But the character is reluctant to the point of considering quitting and not doing it. Literally up into and during the final battle, like he's just getting the shit beat out. Of him. He's like, uh, oh, why did it have to be me?" Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. And it's just like, "I understand Dude, you don't want to be here. You said it ten seconds ago. Stop reminding me and fucking do something to stop getting your ass kicked, please."
2: No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. That's where I draw the line. I cannot just watch someone get the shit beat out of them. And not really fight back especially when the people are trying to kill you that is the most proper time to actively defend yourself and then what was all this working out for if you wasn't to defend yourself why'd you pick up that stick
0: it also the reason why i started working out is because the thing is like ah it doesn't just give you super strength that enhances the strength you already have so he's like i gotta
2: get swole for what? To fight the aliens. Oh, I thought you didn't want to fight. I don't, but I so have. Then why are you getting slow? Because I have to. I can't escape it. <laughs>
4: if
0: I don't do it, people die. I know, uh...
4: <laughs> I know you didn't want hey. to spend your entire time specifically reviewing this. Are you? But this are you does... giving me the hook? <laughs> no, this does transform into a question that I have. Uh, One of the next talking points is trying to understand or at least uh, divulge into how a Reluctant Hero um, works within certain stories, what kind of stories benefit from the inclusion of such a character and what stories do not. Do you think that Never Hero benefits from having a Reluctant Hero on top of the other problem uh, loosely touched on?
0: So here's the thing, the Reluctant Hero archetype really works in this scenario. This is very much a fish out of water kind of something that like, if someone just walked up to me and went, Hey, you have to go fight a massive fucking, you have to go fight alien Winston from overwatch with your bare hands. Guns don't work. You got to beat him." I'm going to be like, the the shield
4: hero, I can't even beat a regular girl, Uh, I ain't the
0: shield hero. I'm out legit. I'm just going to say like the fuck I am. What? No, I'm not fucking funny. Yet. We'll give you a million dollars. I don't need a million dollars if I'm fucking dead.
2: I mean, <laughs> do I get the money either? Or
4: a million dollars? You don't No. My fam. Don't kill
2: yourself fam. for a billion dollars.
4: Look, World
2: I don't know how strong. Look, I don't know how strong Wister from Overwatch is If fucking an emo can take them. So can I, I'm not fucking <laughs> going to touch that one. But
0: it just that part, it makes sense if it's just like, hey, there's an alien there. Fucking, if you're not military trained with military gear, fucking get out of there. Like, that makes sense. If you fucking, listen, if you put a horde of zombies in front of me, I I own swords. I'm going to pick up a sword. I'm not going to run to the middle of them and be like, how many of you can I kill? I'm going to be like, I'm going to go to like, the left and try and get around you guys. If you come near me, I'm going to bap you and keep you away from me. Because that makes sense. There is no reason to have a character who blindly, for absolutely no reason, rushes stupidly into the midst of something they don't understand. Now- Unless they're a lunatic. Unless they're a lunatic. Now, there are caveats to that. When it comes to something that is within the character's like main, characteristics that would have them do something that could be described as stupid like that most certainly have them do it or if you're trying to show a part of their character like there are many characters that will very stupidly throw themselves into battle because someone else is in danger like they have less of a care for their own safety as other people's safety that is something that you can do very early on especially with that kind of like an alien came down. This person is in danger. Have him run up fucking smack of the fucking bitch or just grab the person be like, we're gonna run away now.
2: That's a actually there's a character who kind of did that. Hmm. Uh, if you ever seen the anime gate, the main character looks like a complete neat lazy boy stayed at home, plays video games, yada yada yada. Uh this little gate opened up, it was kind of invisible. And fantasy creatures start invading start killing people in the street. Oh my god, shit is oh crazy. God and he he's like ready to like not really to like escape but he's like what this cannot be happening and then he sees like you know a little girl about to get killed he jumps in the action and turns out he was power fantasy he was like the top of his class in the military he was this high ass rank special forces he and i'm like Ranger. copium the copium the That's... massive amounts of fucking stats this man has, for a person who just sits at home and plays video games.
4: Gotta and then him. he,
2: you know, he saved him, and then it was pretty much Japan going back over and completely decimating them with future technology.
0: As is what should happen in fantasy world. No mm-hmm. offense, I love the fantasy genre. If motherfucker comes up in a suit of armor with a sword, and another motherfucker comes up in a tank, The tank wins, guys. Yeah, that's we can't exactly keep pretending that this person is just going to be able to walk up and slash a tank in half.
2: The only question, uh, like, the only thing that comes into play is if there's magic involved, because I don't know how well guns work against magic. Alright, here's, here's the thing. What
0: makes magic so dangerous? The fact that it's hard-hitting we... and it's ranged. Describe a bullet to me. I would describe it as a a hard-hitting projectile that is launched
2: at range at people. See, see, you're just thinking of offense. I'm thinking of defense. Like, shield's a spell. So is Big Rock. (laughs) Yeah, Big Rock, which is called Meteor. No, that's called
0: a 105 howitzer.
2: Like, I don't know
4: what they can uh, do with magic. Right. This this definitely this hypothetical definitely hinges on the idea the average person from the fantasy world has access high level spells. Well, I'm not
2: even thinking the average person. I'm just thinking like, look, if we have a kingdom versus you know the military, the kingdom normally has high level people with magic if there is magic, and depending on the levels of magic, if a motherfucker casts witch, my I guess we cast nuke. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm not saying there's a 100% one-to-one counter with magic and guns. All I'm saying is most things that have a spell have a, a transferable thing of a gun. Magic missile, normal gun. Fucking firebolt. Incendiary round, fireball grenade yeah there's a reason why artificer exists it's basically just i have modern equipment but i'm gonna flavor it like it's magic mm-hmm. um getting once again completely off topic to get back to your question yes the never hero could have benefited from having that reluctant hero because it makes more sense for a character who is told something that is from what we would describe unbelievable to have a moment of wow i don't believe you and i'm not gonna do that that sounds terrible now simultaneously though if you look at me and go hey go fight that alien you're the only one who can kill it we've given you magic super strength and other powers and if you don't do it millions of people are gonna die also if you lose then it just gets teleported away anyways because that's how it works and she's like oh well
4: right i we need to
0: give me a minute to mentally prepare things. can i
4: have a stick
0: and then it's it, it it's time it's time to rumble yeah.
2: yeah as i said earlier for me the most the biggest problem I see that reluctant heroes fall into is the fact that they keep staying reluctant after the point of return. Eventually you are going to have to, you know, get in there or in the other case, which I would love to see fucking go somewhere. But like, you keep <laughs> staying here, not making a fucking choice. Why if you're you not here, here to help.
4: Me, <laughs> so you do have a point um this will loosely tie into the benefit of uh having a reluctant uh, protagonist hero the sort of inspiration that they become to learning how to do something against these seemingly traumatic and impossible odds is a very worthwhile thing to tell uh, but that definitely has to come with the very intentional building of a character who, understandably, was reluctant to participate in whatever situation they find themselves in. To going, okay, now I got to do something. Best example that we said so far: angry realizing that him running from home possibly led to the deaths of his loved ones and many people pulled over. He's like, okay, now I got to do something.
2: do we have an example
4: then of a kind of story where this type of character probably doesn't work as well in this one
1: black summoner
4: black summoner that is a very it's an anime Could you... uh,
1: basically
4: <laughs> the, the the reason why i'm
1: calling out black summoner and it's not just black oh, summoner no. it's just a lot of isekai um In the story of Black Summoner, a guy is reincarnated and goes into the world to get a chance to live. Kelvin? Yes, Kelvin. Um, I'm not going to say a thing because it's fucking stupid. Uh, And he gets reincarnated as like an S-Rank Summoner and it's supposed to be like really, really prized in the world he's in. Doesn't matter. He's a reluctant hero because he wants to lay low and just live his life because he doesn't even have memories from before he was reincarnated because he he sold his memories to get extra skill points that's funny to me but that's not the problem I have the problem I have is they already had heroes in this world and they do this constantly in Isekai where they already had heroes going around doing stuff he comes in and all of a sudden he's more powerful than them And then shows them to be completely incompetent. And validating the point of them being summoned to begin with. And then he has to solve all the world's problems. So fucking great. And then every character in the show is wanking him. Saying he's great. And you see this in Isekai's constantly. And it's getting annoying. I understand there's supposed to be a power fantasy. But I don't want to be sitting there every episode watching the support cast jerk off the main character for me. great he did this he did that he's solving (laughs) all the world's problems like nobody else can fucking do it everybody else is just so fucking incompetent it's annoying
2: yeah that's the biggest problem I have with power fantasies in general it's not really a power fantasy if everyone else is an idiot like yeah to be a power fantasy you have to be able to either A overcome the problem or be just, you know, be strong enough to beat it without them being foolish. Like, how not to summon a demon lord? It's a power fantasy. But the people he's fighting, he takes seriously. They're not pushovers. Yeah, you have to think about it.
1: I almost said, uh, reincarnated as a slime.
2: Because Even that's a power fantasy.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely a power fantasy. Everybody in that show is incompetent without the slime. Like, and, and he, he just accidentally looks great because
2: he can be oh, no, no.
1: slightly better than everybody else.
2: Oh no no see the thing is this. Or he has OP abilities. No no here's the thing even in slime even his like subordinates they aren't incompetent but the people he fights once he gets to a certain level they stop being incompetent like uh Millie whatever you say her name she could absolutely beat the shit out of him yeah she chooses not to beat the shit out of him like there's a bunch of people who could probably beat him we will never know because he's now demon lord and much like he's gotten stronger as well so you know now we're back to that point but frankly we're looking at it and it's not really like frankly sometimes i look at it like this ain't really a power fantasy this is stardew this is stardew valley
1: Definitely fucking feels that way.
2: Like that—that's just—that's me. If I ever became ultra powerful, I'ma build a town. I want my own place. Um. But yeah, he. Um. Keep going.
1: Uh, that's all I got with like seminar. Everybody's incompetent and, uh, until. Yeah. The, uh. He, he, <laughs> I. I. I just don't like the. Nobody can do anything without the main character energy. It's just annoying. Yeah. And it's so common in the reluctant heroes genre. Like, I don't want to do this. Uh, but I keep being forced to do it because I'm the only person who can do it. That alone, it's fine. But the if the only reason you're the person who can do it is because everybody else is stupid or incompetent, that it's not that's not a good look. It, it's like Idiocracy, uh, that that movie, uh, where everybody becomes an idiot, and then this guy who was considered an idiot before he got frozen is the smartest person on the planet, simply because everybody else is stupid. That movie was and, pretty funny, though. I mean, it's pretty accurate to modern times.
0: It. it is accurate to the trend we're going down. You don't get to become president for solving basic math.
1: It's true. Trump can't solve basic math. but He has people. And he's got money, though.
0: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> one plus one equals bankruptcy.
4: When we... Screw the electoral
0: when college. When we move out to. of the age of money-winning elections and we move into the age of basic math skills wins elections. I'll be dead, but I'll be happy and dead. I won't be. I'll I'll be (laughs) eventual. I'll be alive! And murder. Anyway.
2: What do we have next? The long pause. (laughs) not sure I think we kind of no. went through yeah. everything
4: not exactly there's no? a one last talking point left even though we've already given plenty of examples this was us just trying to work through all other talks uh I would like to get into example of a reluctant character do like maybe one that we haven't talked about yet and one that we don't like Uh, that we go out of our way to go ill man we we have done that so many times already <laughs> We have, we have indeed. But there's so many examples. I, I I could do it again. Yeah, I mean now since there are so many, just really exhaust all of the. All right.
0: Let's see another. Man, I had my whole talking points planned out uh, for the good ones. I already did my Frodo.
4: Can you uh You
0: know what? Here's a fun one. Me Why don't of... you guys throw me a? Let's do this. We'll force each other to talk about Reluctant Heroes. Throw me a Reluctant Hero that I know, and I will explain whether I think it's a good or a bad one. Pitch it to me.
4: Let's see.
2: I don't know who you know. You do.
4: Reluctancy. Reluctancy. (laughs) I've only
1: recently gotten super close to everybody, so I actually...
2: Liar!
4: In fact, we actually talked about a little... Spider-Man, Many interpretations of them, but for now, we will stick with specifically Sam Raimi's 2000 Spider-Man uh, acted off by the great Tobey Maguire. I say it like he's dead. He's not dead.
0: That would be the late great Tobey Maguire for it to be him dead.
4: Cool. Then the great Tobey Maguire. I I take nothing. Um, but I... Actually,
0: let's talk about this for a moment me and Maurice actually had a discussion before the stream was live about whether Spooderman would actually count as a reluctant hero or not and I want to take a poll from Thomas and Roz well I said he is, Maurice said he isn't, I believe I I don't know if I convinced him to my side but I just want to know do you guys think that he counts as a
4: reluctant hero or nah Uh, for me, he, this version of specifically is.
0: I would make the argument that all Spider-Man versions are if they have essentially... Like, if there's not a major divergence from the Sam um, Raimi, then I would say that they all
4: are. Well, there is a major divergence from Sam Raimi. Tom right. Holland, the most recent one. Nope. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into that later, but Ross, Sam Raimi's uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Lucked
1: uh at first, yeah, I would say he's reluctant. So that's but, but, but a reluctant hero is somebody who doesn't want to do it, but that's a problem there's I have with deciding because he actively chooses to do it after uh after Uncle Ben dies. There's nobody forcing him to do it or and there's no reason for him to do it. Somebody other than is, the though. fact that uh, his uncle died. So and that's... before that, he never, never does any hero stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. That is actually oh. the crux of the argument. He is a reluctant hero because of the fact that he actively has no plans to become a hero. He, in fact, kind of is still being a destructive little teenage fucking soapbox that he is for a while. He and me, the thing he, that pushes he, him not over that long it it it's enough time for him to make an initial suit flirt with mary jane beat up flash uh and find the clipping of the newspaper and go i could go fight i money because bonesaw is ready because we're fighting
1: around the
0: world and so he goes and he lies to his <laughs> uncle he's like i'm going to the library uncle bed and the reason why i say someone is forcing him Is cause retroactively, fucking Uncle Ben going with great power comes great responsibility, and then dying from the grave,
2: fucking
0: Uncle Ben is just like you better super because if you don't, you ruin my memory. That's not.
2: That's no one forcing him. That's him. That's I cannot count. I cannot count guilt tripping yourself as someone else forcing. Oh no, I definitely count it. (laughs) No.
1: Yeah, I, I, I got a solid I don't think he's reluctant because he's actively choosing to do it, even right, if it's he actually like,
0: time it. out. He has the abilities. He has the powers. He's not becoming a superhero. He actively has no plans to be a superhero. He's reluctant to
2: do anything of that sort. Yeah, but that's not being a reluctant hero. He never had the plan to do it. It was that's never just, like. That's
0: but that's not exactly being
2: reluctant. A reluctant, a reluctant hero thing. is someone given the choice to become a superhero and refusing to. Versus he, he you is gaining given superpowers, he literally has the powers. He knows he can. <sighs>
0: just...
3: But he the
2: doesn't. first thing that came to his mind wasn't "Do I want to be a superhero?" Like like Yagami. The first thing that came to his mind is, "This is cool."
4: Yeah. No, if I but may, that... uh, we, it's not specifically the um. We like to see the do hero work. We are going to talk about Spider Man as a choosing not to do one particular heroic thing and we'll get to it. But it is a reluctance to take action when you have the opportunity to. And for Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's example is after he does his first wrestling match, gets paid not as much as he thought, has that man get robbed and chooses not to stop the robber. That same robber inadvertently going outside to kill his uncle Ben. Mm Mm-hmm his inaction does lead to disastrous consequences and promotes him to actively go out and majority of well we what we know of as spider-man but that initial reluctancy is there
2: yeah i can count that moment but everything else i cannot count because there's nothing telling him to be a superhero just just because you have powers
0: nothing that tells him to be a superhero afterward then
2: no that's him first one to go out there and get revenge for uncle ben so he gets like, so he chases down the man. Afterwards, he does not kill the man. The man accidentally gets killed. And he decides on his own self that instead of letting people get hurt, he can do something good and help people.
0: But nobody gives him that idea.
2: No, he comes that, up with that's that why idea. That's why I don't see him as a reluctant hero. There was nothing reluctant about it. But why didn't he they, do it before? Because he didn't, first of so, all, he to. probably never even crossed his mind. You mean he beat My, up his high school bully and the
0: thought never came to him. I could help out other people. Yeah.
2: Kids are would, uh, selfish.
0: Exactly. I may, I, and that's why he's only a hero because of what Uncle Ben said.
2: But I don't see that as being a he reluctant hero. He only gets hero. that
0: idea because of Uncle Ben. He is basically forced that, into it by his uncle. He but that has doesn't the make him He could be. He doesn't want to. He's told that. And even afterwards, no. he's told... He's told, with great power comes great responsibility. He's told that. He doesn't think anything of it. He continues to do what he is doing. And only after something bad happens, which is generally what has to happen for a reluctant hero to actually do the thing, does he decide, I need to do something more. I'm going to become Spider-Man.
2: I cannot count that. Just because you have power does not mean you have to do good shit. That's the that doesn't point make of Spider-Man. You over- yeah, but either or, that's every superhero. Just because I have... Like, every X-Men doesn't have to become a hero. That doesn't make them a reluctant hero. That's exactly what it makes The them. first thing... No, the first thing they do is go to school to learn because they're still normal people. Not everyone wants to be a superhero just because they have powers. Some of them become heroes later on when they start getting older and seeing other heroes do things. But frankly, when they start out, they just want to go to school Somewhere if, I, safe.
4: if i may ask maurice uh, is your definition of this reluctance of what makes a reluctant protagonist an actual protagonist is that there is a external force directly to perform the call of action that they have to refuse, that they choose to refuse to
2: yes like for you to be in my eyes for you to be a reluctant hero you have to be put into a situation where it's now up to you to do something heroic or not and if you choose not to do it, that would then make you a reluctant hero, We're versus like like what you said when, yeah, like what you said with Spider Man not stopping the criminal when he easily could have. When like if you just have powers like uh let's say um, Baki uh, or frankly because they put JoJo in the list for some reason, uh Jo Tarokujo he has superpowers. The first thing that comes to his mind isn't save the day is i haven't been possessed by a demon i need to be put in jail
0: so here's a question just a random scenario let's say i being me myself and i surprisingly i'm out just walking the streets mm-hmm. i stop a mugging yeah that makes me that person's hero correct correct the news is going to call me a hero Probably. If... Well, I would... Yeah, probably. We'll go, with, we'll go with probably. Um. If I see that mugging happen and I hesitate but then go help, I reluctantly helped. Yeah. So within this scenario, I can be the reluctant hero without an external force telling me you should probably go stop that mugging. Yes.
2: Yes but that's because you were in a situation that puts you in that situation he to become was a in, hero. Spider-Man
0: is in the situation to do that the moment he gets his powers.
2: He is not, he has done nothing to put him in that situation. Him fighting his bully does not mean anything. Him going to school does not mean anything. He literally, nothing bad happens to him for like the entire time he has his powers until that robbery. He has not seen a mugging. He has not seen crime. He has not done anything. He literally saw someone get robbed and didn't stop them. He in missed the, the part where the... that was his problem. In the movie... That's the part where I said Thomas is right. That's where he became a reluctant hero. Also, he lives but in New York. He that... definitely
0: walked past a bunch of
2: muggings. But we don't see any of this. So this did not happen. He has just been living his life to the fullest. Normally. <laughs> Since we until do until that
4: moment, I. Since we do agree, though, that the moment of the the part wrestler, where it's not problem, underground wrestler man is mm-hmm. a re- is a scenario where he the actions of hero Spider Man is a reluctant. Hero. You only need to do it once. You need to <laughs> you need to just be reluctant. We're not saying that all reluctant heroes are consistently reluctant, like thirty percent of their lives to ninety percent.
2: I I feel race. like they need to be more reluctant than ever. One decision throughout all the good he's done, I I don't think that makes him a reluctant hero. Even though that moment right there, I can say he was a reluctant hero for like literally that one action. remember the hero always after
0: Uncle Ben got robbed. He was not a hero in that moment. He was fucking planning to kill that guy and then decided last moment, no, I'm not going to kill him. He's more of a reluctant. He's a reluctant hero that entire time. It's it's still the same moment. It's two different moments, but okay.
2: Him him not saving the guy, going to find his Uncle Ben, and then chasing down the person all in the same night is one incident to me.
0: Okay. I still feel... I, I, I still strongly disagree because he has the ability to sit there and think, I have powers that can make a difference. I can do things that a normal person couldn't, but instead of deciding to do any good with it, he decides I'm going to use this to make money, and I'm going to do a wrestling match. With yes, because both m- most
2: yes, because most first people stars aren't become vigilante. <sighs> like I'm not saying. He couldn't do that. Like, for some reason, they he also have Izuku buried... Midori on this list. But I'm just saying my Azuka first thought is the opposite
0: stupid. of a reluctant hero. I don't yeah, understand I know. that he... one.
2: Yeah, I don't understand he that one either. So but it's villain. like, but like, just because you get powers does not mean your first thought should be, how can I help people? I'm not saying It's it like me getting thought. a million dollars and my first thought should be, how can I help people? I mean, I if know. I get a million
0: dollars, I'm going to fuck a third split that s- stuff up
1: common but, thing I've seen when people get powers is, how can I fuck with people?
2: Yes, that's normally their first go-to thing. That's fucked up. It is fucked up, but that's how people think. It's Some like, people, how can I make fun of my friends? How can I do this? Like a dude from Jumper, and the first also, time he noticed he had powers, he became a robber. I would 1000% describe him as a reluctant hero. He's a he, fucking bank robber. He's a villain
0: he is at the beginning, but then he gets fucking chased after by
2: the goddamn fucking Illuminati. Who's trying to stop these teleporters? I want them to stop these teleporters. (laughs)
0: Let me remind you, they're trying to stop them not because they're robbing banks, but because they are an affront to God. I mean... Because only God should have the ability uh, to be everywhere at once. I mean, I don't have the powers. They're literally the Catholic
4: Inquisition. The lovely, the lovely (laughs) Neo-Christian Gotta look, look I'm just making sure we're on the same page
2: with this one. Look. Look. The person could teleport me straight into the air and drop me. Stop him. Stop him. Wait. You see if that was their goal, he, I wait, would agree stop with him you because
4: he can do it, but you just told me that unless he's in a situation he might be f- probably wouldn't.
2: He actively robs people. That's another reason to stop him. He robs banks. He robs yes. people. What is Spider yes, doing? He's re- literally a reason, super and going, "I'll just the take these people's money." The,
4: that wasn't the reason, or you, or the Neo Catholic Church insisted. Why? You gave oh, me a different okay. scenario, just a, the other like. All right. uh, the first, first guy, scenario, the first
2: thing I said about him was he robs people. That was yeah. Kaiser who told you the other scenario. Uh, that, that's not the other scenario. That's the rest of the movie. <laughs>
0: The Inquisition shows up and goes, hi, we're going to kill you now. And he's like, I'd rather not die. And they're like, that's a shame
2: you're in a front. Thank <laughs> Ludes, the front. God. Mr. Samuel L. Jackson said to kill this man. Mr. Shotgun,
0: Samuel Jackson very slowly pulls out a knife that's wrapped in a cloth for some reason. It just goes, only God should have the ability to be ever at once. He's like, that's weird. Could you get out of my house? The he he your house. A... You're right, it's a fancy penthouse apartment. That you stole. No, you he cruel. pays for it with his stolen money. Now, there are,
4: there are a couple of other examples.
0: But wait, that, wasn't, that, that was my Spider-Man argument.
4: You, you I need to make something argument? clear.
0: Sure. I'm not saying that his first thought should be to become a super. That's a straw man of what I'm saying. I'm saying that it should have been a thought along with all of the what can I do to make money to buy a car to impress a girl. And at some Why? point... Because if you're going to go through the thoughts of the things you could do to be selfish, you should probably think about the things you could do to be selfless. Why? Because that's what I believe... Am I the weird one? Am I the only one that yeah. tries to think selflessly no, along no with my not. selfish thoughts? You're in fact, not, the, but in fact, given... A,
4: a particular, uh, a particular sentence. We're talking about but... a
0: character that legitimately becomes one of the most selfless people that you can like just as his story goes on like from the moment after uncle ben dies this is one of the most selfless people you meet period yeah
4: yeah so this is the same
0: person but we we should not be thinking that he should we don't think he had any selfless thoughts before oh my uncle died looks like now i have to be 100 percent selfless (laughs) all the time that's not something that just gets turned on after one person dies
2: when a very important person dies who is one of the most selfless people you know yeah. remember this is this is the starting peter parker starting peter parker did not really care for other people he was bullied starting constantly was kind of this game. is the same is peter parker dick.
0: that throws a single punch at flash
2: this is the same okay, peter parker that is okay. standing
0: there going i you're don't still want in the to movie. fight you
2: flash look you're still in the movie this is starting peter parker where he's constantly bullied constantly harassed picked on and like even in the movie actively the bus driver don't give a fuck about this dude actively left him Mm -hmm. this is the same person he at that point in time is not caring about other people he's caring about the things he wants. and then after when his uncle ben dies because of his selfishness and carelessness that's when he's like i can't let no one else let this happen to anyone else this is a terrible feeling that i hate feeling and he goes out of his way to the extreme to stop crime to be selfless he fucking ruins all of his relationships because he's being overly selfless he cares more about the people's life than his own life Mm -hmm. this is what spider-man is now here's a question with all of that do you
0: honestly think that he did not have the selfless thoughts or do you think that the selfless thoughts went through his head because he's the person that has been through all those situations and he decided no the universe has been fucking with me all this time it's time i get what i want and so he chose to be selfish instead of not not thinking of the selfless thing but
2: choosing to be selfish either or but the thing is this no no no. there's the a difference. Of, there is not really there because is the because of being means, a hero never went through his head i don't not think that they one point through his head. in the start It you can read his thoughts in the comics we know what he's thinking. It is not be a hero. It's about how to impress the cute girl in school. This, trust me, he does not think about being a hero. Should he? Could he? Sure, that would be a great characteristic, but that's not the characteristic we got of opening Peter Parker.
4: Just to make sure we stick to specifically talking about I do agree with you. Very original Stanley, 60s five-
0: I your connection. Uh, there's something wrong with your mic. You're getting like every fourth word.
4: Oh. Uh,
0: I got the entire. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: there's pretty much nothing I could do about this, though. That's a shame. You're, you're coming up to too far to now. Fun. Talk exactly how you're talking right now. Cool. Keep in mind that we should specifically stick with talking about the Sam Raimi Spider Man, as it is a character from the original Stanley 60 Spider-Man, and I agree with you on his front, that man was a man active. He did say that he would probably have been a bully himself if he didn't have Uncle Ben die to teach him the great moral lesson we all know he got taught. Uh, what's also important here is the hearkening back to a particular couple of words and Kaiser exchanged. It's not a moral failing to not think selfishly. Uh, to not think selflessly our thoughts are our thoughts Uh, the the reluctancy does come from a combination of opportunity uh, as maurice tries to argue specifically opportunity given by external but opportunity nonetheless and a active choice to not engage in that opportunity and with that kind of thing in mind i still think this is spider-man is a reluctant hero definitely focus on other examples instead of belaboring other parts of his whole story that contrary to his reluctant, initial reluctance.
0: I feel like there's an argument that could be made about Spider-Man in Civil War. Although really, I feel like the argument is just that he's reluctant in Civil War.
4: I mean, he's fighting grown ass adults there. His-
0: I'm not talking about the movie either. I'm talking about, like, the book.
4: Okay, then never mind.
0: Uh, He's not reluctant, much at all. And the...
4: there are some, there are some uh, other interesting ones that Ross can spearhead, as he mentioned. In the chat, you wanted to spend what you said a half an hour talking about Trek and Kung Fu Panda, a whole hour <laughs> if you really give us that good stuff. That, that Wait, was more of a joke.
0: I'm gonna, I, uh, I, I, I'm gonna fucking bring up one of those. Poe. Who is the opposite of a reluctant hero?
2: Yeah, he was definitely into it. Then they literally stood on top of mountain and yelled,
0: I love Kung
1: Fu. (laughs) Yes, he loves Kung Fu, but he doesn't believe he himself could master it to a point of being a hero. And it's not until uh, Shifu teaches him to be strong in himself that he uh, becomes what he needs to become.
0: He's not a reluctant hero, though. He's there the entire time, and he's like, all right, let's fucking do this. All right, I suck. And then he gets bullied by tigers. He's like, damn, I do fucking suck. And he does get to the point that he's like, man, I can't fucking do this. I'm fucking losing my goddamn shit. But the thing is, is that he doesn't ever run away from the temple. Or does he? Does he go back to the fucking shop at one point? He he doesn't run away from
1: the temple because he... Wants he to wants, do kung fu. Yeah, but that doesn't make you a hero.
0: That doesn't make you reluctant. It so, makes you the opposite of reluctant. He is legitimately as into this shit as he, possible.
1: He wants to learn kung fu, but he doesn't want to become a hero. Oh no, he 1000%
0: he wants to be... Able. The, he, he wants to become the dragon warrior, but he no, doesn't
4: think thing he's thing able the to. The movie is then trying to convince him to fight Tai Lung. I, I, was gonna say, I have an important question about my
1: memory is mm. faded. Who was the uh, villain? Lung. Ty Lung. It's Ty Leg.
4: Ooh.
1: It's not now, Lung, it's walk Leg. Me
4: through, walk me no. through.
1: No, they lung. call him Ty Lung in the movie. No, they call him Ty Leg. Walk
4: oh, me no. through. I'm fucking pulling it up. Walk, no. me through the, walk me through the villain. Walk me through the villain, and very importantly, walk me through any particular scenario in the first movie where Poe has a reluctance to engage with our. Uh, you want I me mean? that results in collateral damage. i can't do you want me to, to, to explain
2: to snow leper I, I i love to talk about Ty Lung. i love him <laughs> of course you do you're, you you're have a, he actually yeah. is a very finally
4: a, finally a worthy talking character I, will be glorious
0: before maurice gets into it i would like to say tai lang is actually a really fucking good villain <laughs> like no. just character wise it's very interesting and it works really well for the story.
2: Yes. Here's my thing. Here's, look, Tai Lung was adopted by Sifu because, you know, that's what you did back in furry ancient Asian culture. I don't know where ancient the fuck they times. are. They, You know, you just dropped your child in front of a temple and they took care of them. And he was raised by Sifu to become the dragon warrior. He was told all his life by Sifu that he will become it. And he was good. He was good at his job. He was the best, you could say. And then Master Ugwe, the person who everyone quotes incorrectly in YouTube videos, because it's fucking hilarious, <laughs> just, just said, nah, and walked away. And Shifu also just walked away. And Tai Lung, heartbroken went on a fucking rampage to get this goddamn scroll. And then he got beat by Uleg and sent to prison for 20 years, where they incarcerated him in the harshest conditions possible because this man would have whooped all they ass. They had him chained to two giant boulders off the edge of a cliff, down in the middle of a pit that there is dynamite strapped everywhere, crossbows ready to shoot at him, and he has this giant turtle shell strapped on his back with with um pressure points or press uh pressure pins all into his back so he cannot move but just breathe. I don't think they fed him. And he's just he's been down there for twenty years because of his rampage where Uh, they didn't say he killed anyone.
3: No visitors.
2: And when he finally gets free because, uh, you know, self-fulfilling prophecies of someone seeing something, let's go send someone to check on him, checks on him. He escapes nice to the person checking on him, beats all they ass in a beautiful choreograph I see. And sends the duck back to tell him that I am coming home. And then he c- runs the fuck there on foot. Like a fucking beast.
0: Alright, yes, I was wrong. Put fucking four videos for one of them to actually say his fucking name.
2: I'm having Ty a Lung. Mandela, though. People, people get... People say, you know, Tai Long. you know, he he shouldn't have gone on that rampage. You know, he's a bad guy for doing it. I say... Sifu raised him wrong. Who the hell, tre- who the hell trains their child like that? And then does not comfort him. And Yo, then it's like, oh, like he should know how to use his words. All he knows how to do is use his fist. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm what gonna, he was trained to do.
0: I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to be honest with you, though. Fucking
2: he liked that shit. He liked that, that shit. But that yes child it. was born to fucking murk people with his hands. And I blame Sifu. He could have been molded into a good person. Instead, he died. Poe actively sent this man to the shadow world. To, he hit yeah. him so hard to the spirit realm.
4: To to make sure that we tie this back into talking about Poe, was there a point in the first movie where um, maybe in an interaction between Poe and Tai Lang, Poe showed reluctancy to actually deal with him and it ended up in collateral damage, be it to property or people?
0: Not well, with Tai Long himself. There was a point where Tigris and the fearsome or five, it's, five. It's, it's uh, the fearsome five decided that he was not strong enough, and they went by themselves. I mean, yeah, well, right.
4: Right. again, that's, again, that's, yeah, that's, that's not reluctant. to like an you know,
1: exclusive, exclusionary. At the towards the the climax of the movie, after the five come back from getting thoroughly whooped in tylo allowed
2: they, to return. Yes,
1: to tell the Dragon Warrior that he was coming. uh At the climax. Uh, Poe leaves the temple to go evacuate with the other people. And it wasn't until he had a conversation with his dad that he came back to face Tai Lung. I would like to say, by didn't...
0: the way, I still don't think that counts because... counting for
1: Spider-Man. This is exactly Spider-Man. No, because Spider-Man. it's
0: not exactly Spider-Man. Because everyone is evacuating,
1: including the Fearsome Five. No, Sifu told everybody to evacuate because he's gonna face down a Tai Lung. There and are he, fireworks
0: uh, going off, so I might have to mute periodically. Poe no, didn't. think he be I don't
4: hear gunshots. He either. Mm.
2: No, he not loud enough, really. But
4: yeah, somebody needs. Yeah, somebody needs to get shot louder. <laughs> uh, Poe didn't uh, think
1: he was able to fight or beat Tai Lung. And it wasn't until his dad gave him the speech about there's no secret ingredient that he understood the Dragon Scroll and then went back and said, oh, I think I can fight Tai Lung now.
0: Again, though, everyone
1: laughed. He was always enthusiastic about Kung Fu, but he never thought he himself could be the hero. And that was the whole point. He, He doubted himself, and that was what made him reluctant. It wasn't until the mm, news. He wasn't reluctant
0: though, because reluctant would imply that he was like, trying not to do the thing, and he was trying to do it.
1: He never was like, I don't want to. We're talking about two different topics. You're talking about Kung Fu, I'm talking about fighting Kai, uh, no, Tai no, no, Lung stop. and I'm not a hero. He wants to
0: be the Dragon Warrior. He constantly is like, I am the Dragon Warrior. I'm going to become the Dragon Warrior. You guys are going to train me. I'm going to become super cool like you guys are. He, all he wants is to be accepted by them and to become one of them the entire time. He does not have a moment where he's like, man, I don't want to be with these people. I don't want to be the Dragon Warrior. I don't want to be the Dragon Warrior. He is only ever like, I don't think I'm strong enough to be the Dragon Warrior. I don't think I'm strong enough to beat Tai Lang. I want to up to the point that, you know, I'm going to look at this dragon scroll and I'm going to beat Tai Lung. This scroll
1: is empty. He never says in the movie, he even freaks out and gets scared and says, I'm supposed to beat Tai Lung. He never wants to fight Tai Lung until the the very end after the noodles. The idea that
0: he's afraid to fight Tai Lung, who just beat up the fearsome
1: five. Doesn't he read the scroll after that? Uh, after he uh, no, he gets the Dragon Scroll before I thought uh, they got beat Ty up, Lung.
0: They came back that I can't remember the. Title no, while it. they
1: were away, he was getting uh, the dra- He was getting his training. Then he got the Dragon Scroll, and it's right after he got the Dragon Scroll that he uh, gets told that Tai Lung is coming, and he just beat up the Fearsome Five.
0: So here's the thing: if I put Cthulhu in front of a hero, and they don't fight it. That doesn't make them a reluctant hero. That makes them scared. It's not the same. That literally is what happened. If this character wants to be the Dragon Warrior. He is traded to become the Dragon Warrior. He is fully for becoming the Dragon Warrior. But he is told you have to fight literally someone that just beat up a bunch of people that are currently way stronger than you. But you'll be fine.
4: Now, if I may, to make sure you're hypothetical... As well, from my understanding, um, Kung Fu Panda situation. It's not just that just existing and you place them in the hero. Isn't Cthulhu being an active threat to the hero and those around the hero? Uh,
0: tai Lung is not being a threat to everyone around the hero. If Shifu had just fucking left, he wouldn't have been a threat.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, tai Lung wanted to fight the Dragon Warrior. He would have gone, oh, regardless. He didn't though. No, it's because he didn't know where he was. He dragons where that was.
0: Pretty sure he just wanted the dragon scroll. I know he wanted he, to fight the dragon warrior, but at that point, when it's like dragon warrior isn't here, he's like, "Fine, I'll just take the fucking scroll, you bitch."
1: Yeah, yeah. I was about to say because and does then he goes, say, "I'm gonna
0: fucking kill you, Shifu."
1: And he then... does ask Shifu where the dragon warrior is. Yeah, and Shifu tells him he's not gonna tell him
2: all right so i just looked it up so apparently sifu tells them all to go and help evacuate the town so he can fight tongue uh tai Lung by himself poe distraught about this uh goes to help his dad leave his dad tells him that you know there is no secret ingredient and that ex- um explains the uh, that helps poe figure out the dragon scroll which is just a reflective surface that is actually just me all along and he decides to return to go help seafood that's gay as fuck. actively did not tell his child he was adopted this man still thinks a duck helped make him yeah i don't fucking that's one of the stupidest fucking plot lines of that entire fucking movie it's
4: not a, it's not a stupid flat line it's just a
0: I love by the way how it, this stream of uh, becomes because arguing if poe is the reluctant hero this,
4: this is a very important discussion after all many people watching us and many people uh, who have similar conversations it's very important to try to identify not just moments of doubt um, and singular moments of inaction but really and also uh, what I believe I would like to go into psychologically what this how this affects any given person after all what goes into why a person becomes reluctant to do a thing is just as
0: Before we get as into that, I will also reluctant. I just want to throw this part out there. We're not Shrek getting there is, yet. Shrek is 1000 percent a reluctant hero.
4: Yes, the other example is much easier to understand because he just wants to be in a swamp. What 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 person could argue against that? Leave me be? the quite actual transformation of the uh leave me alone <laughs> the leave me alone Doomer becoming the hero that uh, to get dispel out of our robot, but to, can get, I, to dispel all of the bullshit fantasy that uh, the rest of the world sells itself on.
1: Can I explain my reasonings for saying Poe is a reluctant hero? No. Of course. Of course. Uh, the reason why I put Poe as the reluctant hero, because we see these tropes in fantasy a lot where somebody who is considered normal or considered lesser than is selected for this great task that they do or don't want to, but the only thing that's really holding them back is their own self-doubt and fear and not believing in themselves, and that's what's keeping them from doing it. It's like they're the reluctant hero because they're selected to be the hero, but they don't think they're capable of accomplishing the task. Here's the difference. The reluctant hero will simultaneously have those thoughts and not
0: act on them. They're not going to do the hero thing. Poe has those thoughts, but simultaneously does the things. He attempts to become the hero. He goes for the training. He is like, "I'm gonna be the dragon warrior." He has all of that from the start. The second they're like, "You're the dragon warrior," he's like, "Oh, okay. Here we go. This is weird. I really admire you guys. This is cool. Uh, hi." But
1: they start to. It's honestly them. They feed
0: it's not
2: really them, them. it's, it's He
1: doesn't believe he's a dragon warrior from the start.
0: No, he and gets in there and he's like, All right, I'm gonna need a bunch of training, but I can do this. And as time
1: goes on, they wear down his he result to become the dragon this. warrior. He even says in the movie, uh, during one of his talks with Sifu, and the reason he started to train him, uh, to begin with, the only reason he stuck around, uh, To complete the training at all or do any form was because they could never treat him worse than the way he felt, being as useless as he was. That was the only reason. He was enthusiastic to learn Kung Fu because that's something he loved, but he never thought he himself could be that guy or be the hero. It's like an artist who's like, I really like to draw, but I don't think I could ever be somebody like the people I admire. I can draw the thing, I can draw a circle but I'll never be able to draw a face or a, or a picture like the other people he doesn't think he can, it's like the difference a person who thinks that they're an amateur or a hobbyist a professional he wants to learn because he loves it not because he wants to be a hero he, I, he, think, he, well, he does want to be a hero he just doesn't think he has the ability to there You have it right there. You just said it. He wants One to be a to hero, be a but hero doesn't think he can do it.
0: Fucking, I want to be a writer, but I have imposter syndrome and think my stuff is shit. I'm still attempting to be, I'm not a reluctant writer. I'm still doing it. I still tell you guys all the time it's not going to work. I'm still doing it. Not a reluctant writer. I'm a nervous if writer. Anything, I have imposter syndrome. main thing,
2: I'm a reluctant writer.
0: And the big difference is, is that I, <laughs> I write more than him. Well, now, Maurice did a lot uh, more writing reluctant. a couple years ago.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. you see where the reluctiveness came from. For me, I don't, I don't think I count Poe as a reluctant hero the same way I don't count Spider-Man as a reluctant hero.
4: What ties them together?
2: Poe actively still does the things that can make him a hero. Like if Poe sees something bad happening, Poe will help. Like, nothing was really going to stop Poe from helping unless Sifu tells him to. And even then, he does have a bit of pushback with Sifu, who, you know, tells Arvo, like, everyone to go. But then once Poe realizes that he immediately, not even, like, hesitating, immediately turns the fuck around and goes back. Also, um, just to put another
0: point in this cap, uh, I'm rewatching the scene to see if Poe actually says, No, I can't be the Dragon Warrior and uh the first scene after he is selected as a dragon warrior is he goes up into the temple with all of the weapons and armors and such and one of the first things shifu says to him he's like look at me you're not the dragon warrior you can never be the dragon warrior you never will be the dragon warrior you're never gonna know what's in that scroll specifically right up there so it's not just a little bit of a people tell him to doubt himself and he does it is straight up shifu comes out the gate fuck you fuck yourself go home, I don't want you here. He's a bad Uh, dad.
1: Poe also does say later in the movie, they were already saying what he was already thinking. So it wasn't just them putting him down, it was him putting himself down as well. They were just reinforcing. Putting down
2: is different from not doing. Yeah. like For me, like you can put yourself down all the time. Look at Spider-Man. He constantly puts himself down. But he will still do it, no matter what. Like Poe, po will still do it. He will still do the training. He will go through the work. No matter how many times he's mean to himself or is there a mean to him. He does not back down. Yeah, but my argument was
1: he didn't do it until after he started to to believe in himself because of the,
2: the new speech. No, I mean even then, like at the start, he's still trying, All he's right. still learning. I, that, then, the very like,
0: thing that Poe says after he's told You're not the Dragon Warrior, you'll never be the Dragon Warrior. You're not gonna see what's in that scroll. So, do you have a ladder, or how does this work? (laughs) And Shiva goes, Oh, you think it's gonna be that easy? That I'm just gonna give you the secrets to limitless power? Like, what? No, I don't baby, I don't know how this works. He very much is there to be
2: there. He just doesn't know how shit works. But yeah. So I I don't count him or Spider Man as a reluctant hero. Shrek, definitely your reluctant hero. Did not want any part of this shit. Only reason why he did it to get these fuckers out of his swamp.
3: So the sure that we hit upon,
4: very interesting dynamic. I'm noticing in our, it's not that the reluctant hero chooses inaction squarely as uh, a the definitive form of reluctancy, but even in a character's case like Shrek, where he makes active choices all the time, it's a combination of psychological and physical reluctancy.
2: It's more like this. Do you want to do this? The answer may be no. If the answer is no, and it's a situation, but you want results, that's what makes you reluctant. It's like, there are people in my swamp I hate people being in my swamp. I want to get rid of them. So you try to scare them away. Nope, not going to work. But they're all asking you for help. And it's like, I don't want to help you. Go away. And they won't leave until you help them.
4: Fine! <laughs> in the words what? of my my favorite quote from Bob's Burgers, fine, but I'm going to complain about it. That's That's
2: what makes you a reluctant hero. Once you start going... Fine. Also, I just liked but I said the video that I was just watching
0: in the Discord. Uh when uh Shifu starts to like go through all the reasons why he can't be the Dragon Warrior, talking about his flabby arms, his fat belly, and he's hitting him with the stick. Poe argues with him. He looks at him and goes, Hey, Master Uguay said clearly about to say that he's a dragon warrior. And then he gets the wushu finger hold, and we have that scene. Ah! Literally has to be bullied, in and not just going give you the scroll of the Dragon Warrior, bitch.
2: Nowhere near a reluctant hero. This list is just made of lunatics.
0: That is a lunatic going up to a kung fu master when you have no skill and going just give me the shit, dog. Shrek though. Donkeys that I remember, the reluctant hero in Shrek.
2: <laughs> Donkeys <laughs> the hero in Shrek. He's like, come on, man, let's go. We got this. Woo! You and I, let's and go. Take it together.
4: Was I that fu- the dragon?
2: Was that I the f- dragon?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, there is there is a lot going on here. Uh,
0: Did we have a next one that we just kept ignoring and <laughs> looping back around? No.
4: No, fortunately those were the two specifically that I wanted to touch on just it's
2: nowhere near around. reluctant.
4: There is one final talking point, um, oh. before we can just end with conclusive statements, and this oh. one is also very personal. What kind of story would we want to use a reluctant protagonist for?
2: I don't use reluctant protagonists.
4: Um,
0: I wouldn't say I have a reluctant protagonist. You don't. Uh well the character of the book does have reluctant uh heroic characteristics in a way they uh, to give a bit of context the character lives on earth but has uh is forcibly removed from earth after a couple of incidents by a uh, secret spacefaring empire and he's like so can i go home and so no he's like ah why uh because if you do uh other aliens will because of a treaty be allowed to invade earth and uh you probably don't want that to happen because they're as powerful as us and we won't be able to save everybody so probably billions dead from that and he's just like ah well looks like i live in space now you forced my hand it's he's not a reluctant hero but he has part of the trope in that he is like i would rather not be a part of a galactic war that's a lot I don't even know how to picture that many people <laughs> and worlds and space
4: involved I was, originally, so. I was originally a part of Earth War and I didn't know what the fuck was going on damn I didn't even know where the country was I was being sent
0: to <laughs> that's a lie Will knows his geography um, but that's the thing I think that the reluctant hero trope works best if you sprinkle in parts of it that reluctance and kind of just that input of like, a, oh, this is bigger than me, and I don't know if I have the ability to do this. Do I have an out? Like, I, that is when I feel like it is at its strongest, when it is just that question of do I have an out? The answer is definitively no. Well, guess I'm here then. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the m- most not the most that should be used but that's about as much as the trope uh of the trope that i like to use because if you continue it on after that especially if you have them consistently going oh woe is me why can't i just go home like that's constantly it becomes annoying what right i mean it that's
4: a lie I, um, i'm that i uh mentioned earlier
2: i'm still on the list of reluctant heroes just oh, I... pointing out liars
0: i thought that you were talking about what i was like now, here's no, the thing to right. go along with that.
2: Wait, you want to a... hear what this name is? Sure. Levi Ackerman.
0: Yeah, no. Um, but there is a key aspect to that. From what I just said, there's technically a different topic. If you do have a fish out of water character who cannot go home and cannot He's go back to the things host? that they are used to, I guess. Th- worries. I'll try to make a point here.
2: I apologize. You've been making points I all day. Try.
0: Well, that's kind of the, We're, we're streaming a yeah. podcast where we give writing advice.
2: Yes, I know.
0: Why <laughs> are you acting? Nah, I'm gonna
2: fight you, <laughs> lovingly. It's gonna be very light baps. Give someone else a turn. It's Thomas's turn.
4: Continue finishing
0: your thought, please. <laughs> no, I don't
4: want. Uh, I will. I will say okay, reluctant penguin. No, I will finish my thought. If a
0: character is out of water and they are out of water for an extended period of time, I'm not saying by constantly complaining about it, or if they had a status quo that they had that they have now lost, that they liked, I'm not saying don't complain about it. I am saying limit it. If you have a character complain constantly about the loss of a status quo, then being away from home, or I don't know, perhaps the fact that someone's mother died and she used to own this necklace, it becomes a meme or annoying because it is sitting there like, yeah, I know you don't want to be here. You said that five minutes ago. Everyone <laughs> has that friend. The friend from like high school is like, damn, I had a friend in the second grade who fucking transferred schools and it broke my heart. It's like, oh my God, we all know about Jessica. Stop bringing them up. I never met them.
4: I know that it happened to you. We all lost friends. Or Alessa. less you uh, <laughs> Talking about somebody's life example. Uh, even uh, if we equate traveling with uh, traveling through a car as the journey. The sort of like, are we there yet? Or when are we going home? Is also a kind of thing of how annoying a character with a reluctancy can yeah. get. Because so like, we're not there yet. Please exercise any other I, thought
2: <laughs> i do can... kind of have to be honest though hmm. i as much as i find it like how much i will find it annoying i can also understand the character because that would be me if it's something i really don't want to do and was forced into all right like, that's here's the difference. A question. if i though. am forced into this and i am not allowed to leave here's a question though mm-hmm. well that
0: would be you personally would you write a character like that
2: yeah oh i like like it depends on the situation this would be a really hilarious comedy if someone's literally like look i'm getting sick of having to save all y'all asses and y'all still ain't letting me home look we get it we're sorry you we picked you the fuck you ain't i'm gonna make you suffer for this you need to understand not to rip people out their worlds if there are consequences for your dumbass actions i am mm-hmm. a savior save your universe and you're gonna have to deal with me like navi there will be consequences like so that I, character yeah, would so be hard
4: and more intentionally petty um, yeah it's
2: like yeah. kazuma kazuma mm-hmm. fucks the shit out of all these people he is he does not he's not too happy about this and he makes sure they remember it now, we are getting off topic for The Reluctant
0: Hero, but I'm just going to touch on this one more time. Yes, there are ways to do it in a comedic sense. I'm talking in a more serious sense. like yeah, In a serious sense, I can get it. I mean, I, every I, once in a while. Mm-hmm. If sure. you're having your character complain about their situation or talk about how much they miss home every single chapter... I'm- i probably leaving, I'll be honest. Yeah, honestly, frankly. Like, but- I can understand uh, okay. if that, like, might be how you might feel, reality just a constant, man, I miss home. Uh, that's not entertaining to read about. It's kind of like the idea of, you can only play Oh Yes, Wyoming so many times on your road trip to Wyoming. We get it. We're going to Wyoming. You don't have to remind again, me every 10 minutes. I'm sorry. For me, it's like Miami
1: if you're in Miami.
2: Yeah, but for me it's always just the point of when does the reluctant character accept the situation they're in? Because some like I don't know if it can work for all characters, but I feel like someone out there can write a character who's just not gonna be fucking happy about the situation they're in, and that's never going to change. I
0: feel like that's been done several times.
2: Again, I no. I, I've always I've always seen their personality change coming up, like towards the middle, getting towards the end. They actually like you know are accepting. They don't care as much. they are getting used to people, but someone like if you're taken and the people who took you are shit, sometimes your personality just you're just not gonna like these people, and you wish to actively leave them, but you can't. I had a thought and it died. It a flood warning. Um, Like, it is not going to work for most books, but I don't know. The idea alone Mm -hmm. is interesting to me of just the person who gets the work done, but they're never happy about it. Because they're a slave pretty much.
0: I don't know. I Here's the issue that I have with that. If you have a character that is all misery all of the time, you fall into the grim dark uh, issue that comes up. Where if everything is this bleak gray of misery, it eventually is just mush. It's not misery anymore because you don't have a counter to it. You need... I mean, happy. You need to know what it's like to be happy to truly feel actually, sadness.
2: Actually, there is a person. There is a storyline that's really good that does this, and I know why I like it so much. It's the old man trope. This is old man Logan. This is old man Clint Eastwood. They're never happy, but they're doing the work. Yes,
0: but that works because that is an already established character who had the highs of being...
2: T- with logan the best no i mean even in old man logan like right like not like the movie i didn't see the movie but like in the book it is a disgusting world he lives in he is just a depressed fuck and then clean east was grand trino he doesn't like anyone not happy but he will definitely but like, he's gonna help these poor Vietnamese people next door because even though he's a vile racist he he just wants to help them reluctantly Mm -hmm. and he is never nice about it he will curse Mm -hmm. them out he calls them names he says racial slurs to everyone but no matter if you're white black hispanic he he didn't he didn't give a fuck he does but you cannot say he's not nice to them
0: because he does become (laughs) nice to them he does some very nice things and he's not consistently the gray bleaky uh, uh, uh i've gotten him one garan now is he like that most of the time 100 but he has well, his man. moments where he is not only being helpful but he has happy moments with them
2: yeah but it still doesn't change did you order food i did okay i know see you. i know but I can't leave. like even like he stuck in my chair like even when he had like that uh, Near the end, nice moments with them. He still did not look happy. He was content, and I think he still called one of them a racial slur. He probably. Am I allowed? I don't think I'm allowed to say the word. I, I haven't said the word for a reason. On uh, good thing
0: I didn't say it. I, don't know, I was like, I'm pretty sure the word he used was wait.
2: Just a racial slur. This is why I've been saying racial slur. Yes, racial it's slur. I'm pretty them.
0: sure he was using the one that is generally used to refer to those of Chinese descent. Which oh yeah, yeah, constantly. I mean,
2: I can say it, but I don't think I'm he Chinese. just goes, "Ah, you Viet Cong next door to me," it's like that. No. Yeah. Like I can say it. I'm Chinese and black, so I got like two passes. But yeah, yeah. and that's like. That's a reluctant hero. That's actually hero. a really
0: good example of a reluctant hero, is Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino.
2: The uh, He Literally vessel. fucking doesn't L-
0: beat like, fucking people beating up. He's not coming out there to save the kid. He's just, get off my lawn, all of you. I'm not coming out here to help you. I just want you to not be in my shit.
2: That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So, that movie's a good yeah, time, so- I like that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there, can, there can be a story where the reluctant hero is just never fucking happy. Even when he got shot, he wasn't happy because he got shot. I mean, like, I thought sense. death was... Yeah, but I thought death was going to be like a sweet release to him. Nope. It was bitter. Man, I
0: I am going to repeat the argument, though. I do think he has happy in there, though. Like, we we could say he doesn't look happy, but a look yeah. of contentment I mean, on a character who is literally standing there grimacing at everybody. That's happy.
2: I mean look, it's even like a, when the bit of happiness is fine, like... but when the bad outweighs the good is more is I don't count it full. Like he's happy for that moment and mm-hmm. then he just goes off to die. But I think like, I... that's the point though, like with Grimdark, you don't want to like have like a
0: large amount of happiness in the Grimdark, but if you do some light happy stuff it, it the way that i have heard it described is uh, with a drawing description if you have a completely black page you've got nothing it's a black black page but if you add just very light white line work around something you can create a very very vivid picture with just the lightest yeah. bit of white
2: but ever or i feel like you know we can still do the reverse trait where the character is more upset and complaining the whole time they're there versus, you know, they finally fall into the mold and they kind of just stop complaining after a while because it's like that happens way too much as well. And I would not, there is no way I could be kidnapped and ever, ever just be, become content with it.
0: Okay. In my notes, I have the other like major uh, pitfall to not fall into is the opposite of what I said. You cannot have a character that I don't think you can have a character where they are constantly, constantly, constantly just in the mode of meh, fucking, uh, mm, 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 about the whole thing. But you also can't have a character that comes in like, hi there, I'm going to be reluctant about this. And then two seconds later, they're like, damn, this is some dope ass shit.
2: Now you can fall in there and be immediately, damn, this is some dope ass shit. Uh, it,
0: it, if the character is like hyper against it, and then they are suddenly just... I yeah, usually, yeah. I could run this shit. It's just like, what was what was that reluctance for a second ago? Why do we spend fucking mm-hmm. six chapters of you complaining your ass up just to have you go, damn though, but what about rail guns?
2: Yeah, so... Um... I was gonna say, sometimes you have to do a balance, but you really don't. You just have to be you careful don't. with the character. You have to make them be likeable. I mean, like... It's weird, because... Balance is king. It's not. Because some stories won't work if you do 50-50, but you could do, like, 80-20. I'm not saying perfect balance. That's all things should be. I say balance?
0: Oh, I thought you meant the... I, I would count the balance as what I described earlier, the black paper with just very light line
2: work. Man, at that point, most things are balanced because nothing goes past 120.
4: Uh, my understanding of this situation, having a reluctant character, let alone a reluctant protagonist, always involves a level of, uh, where do you want that reluctancy to transform? It doesn't have to consistently be a bemoaning complaint the entire time, unless that is a very intense uh, point in Maurice's, uh, very petty, snappy, protagonist example that is an outlier yeah. we actually um, found that
2: them we actually found that one it's uh clint eastwood and grad Trina.
4: yeah man old man logan yeah yeah absolutely uh but of course an idea of uh, hearkening back to what i said about particular strength exactly. this kind of really thing, thinking about it having a reluctant protagonist that slowly come that reluctancy since it is indeed a psychological condition and much more than just um, any sort of physical set of circumstances.
2: Um, I mean, the physical aspect is also in there because there are Hmm? it's a very important factor. Yeah, like there are heroes who sometimes will see something and just just do the freezer. I'm going to ignore that. Especially out of petty reasons.
1: I am petty.
0: Damn, Roz just self-admitted to being the reluctant hero.
4: Yeah. <laughs> we sometimes uh, get him to reluctantly come on to win. you <laughs> gonna
2: be he <laughs> I gonna don't be think he's ever reluctant
4: to come on to win. He's just been asleep. That doesn't count. <laughs> he's reluctantly- He's reluctant. put off sleep. Until he could not be put off anymore.
0: But... <laughs> Roz, the reluctant sleeper. I am.
2: Yeah, I'm just not a fan of the reluctant hero trope. Is
0: no, I again, I feel like the reluctant hero trope works best if you use sprinklings of it. Like if you take some aspects of it, because if you can sprinkle it onto a character, there are parts of it that just make them seem more. The the trope is is that the uh, reluctant hero is supposed to be used on the everyman, like the one who everyone can relate to. Which is why there's this balance and why, uh, as anybody watching or listening has seen, we disagree on it sometimes. When it makes sense, it doesn't make sense. It all has to deal with our personalities, how we think about things. That was the whole argument about Spider-Man. was that I was like, nah, you probably thought about this thing. Maurice. I don't think you thought about this thing. It all just depends. Well, right. but the things within this trope are at their strongest when you use parts of them, in my opinion.
2: I mean, I even then, I'm know still not it was a fan. Not supposed
1: to be on every man. Yeah, because the character that I have that to reluctant hero is definitely not every everyman
0: hmm? it, um, it doesn't exclusively get used on everyone, but it is uh, most commonly associated with the every man. The every man drops yes. in the fantastical situation where he's just like, "Wow, this is weird. I don't want to be here."
2: Yeah, see, that's where I normally I kind of just like lose it with them. Like, look, you give me powers, I'm fucking going here. (laughs) Like, I'm not even going to fucking hide depending on what the power is. Like, oh man, you gave me a green lantern ring. Go to him. Right out the door. Nukes can't stop me because I can't read. I don't think that's what stops nukes. Ah. It does when you have a Green Lantern ring. (laughs) Just very confused world coverage. How? Yep. (laughs) A power ring literally can protect you from anything. As long as you believe hard enough in it. Yep. Except for Darkseid. Even Darkseid. It's just that they're bitches. I don't know. That's the problem. They keep being bitches. Like, literally, dark side. like, the ring, like, if you get your arm cut off, the ring could reattach your arm if you have the willpower, which means you just have to believe the ring can reattach your arm. But people be out here like, ah, no, we'll never come back. But after I saw the first person reattach her arm, I know we can do it. So I know I can do it. Fuck you. I'm all powerful. <laughs> I'm Like, do you God know Celestial's ring can... <laughs> like you know the yellow lantern ring Which means any other ring can do it as well But most of the the construct ones Can open up interdimensional portals. Damn You don't gotta fly places You can teleport like I, can, like I have my two Like I have my two rings Like near me at all times when I'm doing the whams Because I have them both Which is the yellow and the orange lantern rings Because fear is one of the greatest powers you can ever have in greed in case I really, really need to beat someone's ass like as I long as someone's afraid, afraid of you with a yellow lantern ring one person, you have power
1: I thought yellow uh, lantern rings could be fueled by any fear including your own fear
2: yeah, but I ain't afraid of me
1: <laughs> but, yeah. well, I mean I'm a- the fear of dying could help empower
4: your ring to strong enough can't
2: die can't die if i got the ring so like literally once i put it on all my fears disappear
4: most lanterns don't actually fear death and it probably has something to do with the constant fact they have a strobe light in their face probably probably has nothing to do with the um infinite power that they theoretically psychologically know they wield uh but then many of them don't execute it on it because, you know, breaking the habits of being mortal is hard.
2: Yeah, I got that Kyle Rayner level of creativity. Oh, shit. I'm unstoppable.
4: Now, uh, why am I what? I believe we've a lot of us is giving us our closing remarks on this uh, particular type of character and its influence, modern narrative. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else anybody would like to add?
1: I have a like, reluctant hero, and he was a serial killer.
4: <laughs> sure? Reluctantly serial killing.
1: <laughs> uh, Thank you. So, uh, I, I, To explain it in simple terms, uh, he grew up wanting to save people and create things. He, he basically wanted to, 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 to help people, and, and then they found out he had a talent for creating things that kill people so they basically forced him to be an assassin and he was going around assassinating people doing things for the right reasons uh and that's
2: a reluctant assassin <laughs>
1: then uh then when he found out everything that was really on, he quit he ran off to be by himself uh. only for the people he was working for to get into a war with another faction they're both working towards the same goals but they have different endings for how it's supposed to turn out uh and they each side keeps trying to get him to go to their side to save basically the world because there's a third threat that they're all fighting against but they're fighting against each other as well because uh you know different endings one person thinks the world should be this way the other person thinks the other world should be that way and they think having the guy who was very good at killing very powerful people would turn the tide in their favor and he's like no I don't want to do it so uh all the people who get caught in between who don't want to fight uh end up going into his territory and while he does not want them there he does not care enough to get rid of them they end up becoming friends and they all create this big community and uh his community ends up getting caught up in the war again Mm. and he's like i don't like i don't want to participate in this war but if i don't do something about these two sides fighting each other everything that i built and all the peace i found is going to be destroyed so he ends up leading his own army to stop the other two and the third party from fighting each other and that's how he becomes the i
4: see okay yeah this Hmm. There are definitely the elements of reluctance. I'm not exactly sure. About the hero part? I, I'm not exactly... Well, uh, there's not much heroic uh I know we ended up dropping that term because it does gauge up. uh it, it has its own discussion we can get into sometimes. But it... <laughs> I'm not sure if, for your purposes as the creator of the story, Rob, that you needed to be a serial killer as you described
1: him. <laughs> Well, I call him a serial killer because he thought he was doing good. We don't. But... <laughs> don't most war heroes think that? Yeah, and he he thought he was doing good, but he was just assassinating for the top brass that were just in the way. And that's how the other faction grew to be so powerful. He stopped killing that side.
0: Mm.
4: A very important moral of the story, just from your synopsis uh if you're an assassin kill everyone that way <laughs> nobody can ride
0: and their families so they don't try and get
1: revenge
4: well in that was the, the bl- reason don't touch me <laughs> that was the, the reason he- the bloodline as the
1: queen of fables once said that was the reason he did not want to participate in the wars because he had family on both sides
2: they'll kill themselves
1: so it was it what wasn't just thanksgiving this was it wasn't just uh not wanting to kill people anymore it was him not wanting to kill his family it's like you guys fucked me over and put me in this bad position but your family i still have love for you i don't want to kill you but i'm not going to help you
2: i'll kill you <laughs> mm. do I there have is... anything just...
0: i have made all of my statements
4: of course Great. you have. Positive. I do have do one thing that? That I want to bring up. God damn it. I told you I
1: was going to heckle you the entire time. <laughs> I, I haven't, but now <laughs> I am.
4: You, so you would say, Ryze, you've been reluctant to heckle him this whole time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: also uh, I'm tired. If I wasn't tired, I would, I would be
4: actively heckling
0: Oh, uh, Fucking bring
1: it. I'll heckle you back you already heckled me this is revenge because i'm better at words
4: <laughs> the uh the story that i'm writing the novel um focuses on four characters the uh, with two of them the pri- uh, i will say my main character one of the uh, the other best friendos the
2: they friend-o? are very
4: much they are very much act. they go out of their way to involve themselves in situations Uh, an accent justice and -er, a good doer acts this is not to say that the other two aren't do-gooders it's just that you'd have to really convince them or force them to act um, and help a person they would not willingly want to do it on their own both for different all four of them doing these uh, things for different reasons and that is the entire point that I wanted to explore different motivations into. Uh, psychologically what makes people tick in terms of their senses of reality and also just to create a nice fun dynamic between these four focus characters. But that's all I want to tell. I do believe the, I do believe a is uh, is a uh, particular aspect of this and protagonist that we've uh, highlighted a little bit of
0: examples it's really funny how you just randomly lose
4: some words. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
3: like
0: uh, it's going on. How to? Absolutely.
4: It. <laughs> no thing I can do about it. Uh, this time I can only blame the internet connection. I'm mm. I'm gonna blame you because you still haven't sent me a new mic to buy you. That is not a personal failure. I'm trying to find the best quality mic possible.
0: <laughs>
4: I I
1: got a forty dollar. Amazon mic. Uh I'm not the best at picking mics either, so I understand.
0: Listen, I'm sitting here with a razor microphone because I'm like, it
4: matches my keyboard and mouse. Listen.
0: And then I bought more uh, recent because I'm like, I know this one works.
4: I appreciate you guys. Uh to give you a quick example of the decision making process I sometimes do when I really Ah, here it is. Uh I am a reluctant buyer. Thanks. I am a reluctant spender of money and acquirer of personal use items. My cell phone, the current one that I uh, currently use. I bought this, I believe, around October, November of last year. It's been a fan using this phone. But the only reason why I needed it is because for a year and a half like that, I had dealt with my old cell phone that had a battery shortage or possibly melted circuit board issue and it would legitimately cut off at 50 percent power no questions asked
0: this some- i thought
4: that there was fine know. uh I, I was like i'll much like uh many of reluctant antagonist uh, in person in general yeah. i was like huh, <laughs> these are the cards i'm dealt I'll live until I realized, no, I I, I, I probably can't live like this. I, I probably can't live like this. No, nope. I should probably do something about this. Then when I was like, all right, what kind of phone do I want? Since I don't want the iPhone X 25 that will cost me a thousand dollars. What can I get
1: <laughs> with what I Pixel. have?
4: And it took me about a month and a half to research a good quality phone it will take time but I will get to you with this headset
1: Uh, my shopping value is whatever's cheaper I find the cheapest thing on the list and I get that
4: listen but when it breaks in a week I wasted my money
0: yeah that's why I have it to go like alright there's there's the high there's the low where's the mid there we go this is mine yeah. my, I do that very quickly too.
4: Anyway. I try to yeah, I, I try to be very frugal kind of stuff. At this point, we
0: could probably be described as rambling. <laughs> <laughs> and I will uh, have I you have listen to your ramblings, rambling. but I feel like we could redirect those here to one of our friends if no one else has anything to say.
4: I am good.
2: Uh, uh... Oh
4: all the talking points been talked for free
2: as, time, I, will, hmm? as I will say as i normally do we're to hero not a bad idea just gotta be careful because you can execute it very poorly <laughs> and like
0: a couple of our other topics it we've said that and the unfortunate thing is is that we just know a lot more of the negatives because it, it I would say that Reluctant Hero is a very, very easy one to mess up. And it just kind of happens a lot.
2: It is a If
0: you are new to writing characters and you have not, like, if you haven't done, I would honestly say D&D is a really good modem for creating characters and trying to think of arcs because you're trying to think of that shit in advance if you're a good player. It was like talking with you. It was like, Hey, where do we want to take my character? Um, But if you're not used to that kind of thing, the reluctant hero, uh, it comes with a built in first arc, which can be very helpful because that Uh, reluctancy can, if you want to do a type of power scaling with the character development, that's a great format to use because you basically have it built into those things to where they can happen simultaneously. As they gain power, the reluctancy goes down until they're both confident and competent. Although maybe I'm talking too much. Someone else say something because now I'm (laughs) self-conscious.
4: Go write something. (laughs) Oh, yeah, at that point in time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um... Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, if you do a reluctant hero, just like especially like your first one you can have them be reluctant at first but eventually they do have to ease into it because a lot of the other reluctant heroes will be tricky to handle because you want to make them feel realistic even though they're fighting space aliens goblins a meteor that's the moon crashing down on the earth you gotta you gotta make sure that they are willing to do what they have to do for the sake of everything else. Or they will become a meme and we will yell at them to get into the damn mech, Senji.
4: Or even worse, I will never bet. remember you fin- or even worse, I'll never remember you finally and just pain.
0: Or I'll Thinking complain about you. about you for like an hour of a podcast. Don't make me do that to your character. You worked very hard. You
2: could. You cut out like half your sentence, Thomas.
0: Always. That's not what you said at all. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a big story.
4: Go start go write something.
2: Go
0: it doesn't have to be right. Just go make something. Make art. Make
4: words.
2: Go make go make a
0: reluctant hero. Go make a reluctant hero, but do it well.
4: I mean what is art but words and color?
0: Pictures. Pictures. Yeah. (laughs) They're worth a thousand words. That's right. Roz say goodbye.
2: He's dead. I don't think I will.
4: Haha. Roz is being the reluctant goodbye. Goodbye. Uh that'll never that will not get old for the rest of <laughs>